Unidos. I've 
laughed and cried I've had my fill My share of losing And now As tears subside I find it all So amusing To think I did all that And may I say Not in a shy way played are the struts and they did dance in the street i heard it for the first time last night it was crazy went out to dinner before we went to the movies which we're about to talk about went to hooters the hooters that we dined and dashed from yes we went there we paid last night um went to hooters and, and i hear this song playing i hear the struts play and and i'm like wait a second that's the struts and i, I did the uh the uh, kazam thing to make sure it was the strut. it was i was like holy shit this is actually a good version of Dancing in the Street. I was like, I'm going to add that. So that's what we got. They have a version of We Will Rock You. It's not very good. Not very good at all. They, they, I guess they got a new album of covers out, and, and, and I just listened to those too. But, uh, but yes, uh, and then, of course, we have to go with uh, You Really Got Me, which I think is probably the greatest cover of all time. By Van Halen. And then you got The King. I mean, to start off a Friday with The King... You know I'm fired up. You know I'm fired up. Now, we got to talk about movies last night. Now, if you were on my social media last night, you saw that something happened. And we're going to get to that here in just a second. Promise. I want to make sure a bunch of people are here, so I don't have to repeat this story. We'll say some some good mornings first. Straight fire first one here. Says, well, how about that? First to get some ass, and it's Friday. Woo! Oh, yeah. Oh, we didn't play this. Holy shit. We didn't do the... Friday. Yeah. Friday. Yeah. Friday. Yeah. Uh, Douglas says, happy Friday-ass family. Mike D says, happy Friday-ass family. And Arnaldo, have an awesome weekend. Let's do this. Oh, and another tough one, Giants fans. 
Ouch. That strike zone was big enough to drive a truck through. Good call, Arnaldo. I, I did call the Dodgers, and, and this is the reason why I called the Dodgers. Dodgers had something to play for. First of all, they're playing against the Giants, their most hated rival. And by the way, congratulate. I, I hate the Giants. But congratulations to a, a record-breaking season for wins. Y'all had an amazing season this year, and it went down to five games against your heated rivals. Fantastic series. The Dodgers are playing to dispel any fucking doubts from last year because last year was a short strike, uh, uh, a short season. All the fucking bullshit pandemic stuff, and everybody said, oh, you win a World Series when it's not a full season. Now they have a full season. They got something to play for, and I'm not a Dodgers fan either. Not. I'm a Rangers fan. So that means I hate the rest of the fucking world. But uh, great series. So we got Dodgers and the Braves, and we got the Astros and the Red Sox. I am pulling. So I am the biggest Boston Red Sox fan this week that you've ever seen. And I hate the Red Sox, too. So there you go. Hang down. Jen says, fucking A, I'm here kind of early, and I might just catch this whole show. Finally, Friday. Jenny Lynn says, happy Friday. Good morning. Hangtown Jen says, oh, yes, cover song Friday. Yes, it is. TJF for all the kids out there, it means thank God it's Friday. Bill's in the hospital. Did Killery strike again? Well, Bill's got some sort of blood infection. They're saying it's not COVID. Did the Clintons not get their COVID shots? Or did they get their shots and he has COVID? Everybody's saying, oh, it's not COVID. It's not COVID. It's not COVID. It's not Happy Friday Eve. It's Happy Friday there, hot mama. Dude, I'm just singing the Ask Arnie lyrics. v Coop says this is a decent cover in an Ask Arnie song. Change the words, though. Uh, Christopher, good morning. Braddy Kid, good morning, and I hope that you have a wonderful day. How about them Dodgers? Should he call the win, but I'll take it. Ah, it was a questionable call, questionable check swing. I, did he go? Probably not. Did, I, I don't know. Look, look, we can't change it. Is that Angel Hernandez behind the plate? Yeah, you're going to get shit calls all night anyway. All right, so enough people I think are here. First of all, I want to read Christopher's review because it's interesting. Christopher and I did not talk about this. We talked yesterday during the day that we were going to both go see it last night. And that was just through emails. Um, but he, he reviewed the movie, and I reviewed the movie. And, and let me just give you my review of Halloween Kills. Boo! And I don't want to ruin it. I'm not one of those guys that tries to ruin movies. I'm just saying boo! Bullshit. He says this near the end. He says, if you're the kind of person that goes into these movies rooting for the killer, then this movie's for you. The crowd of the moviegoers that were in my theater were fairly vocal at their disapproval of this ending. Now, now we've all been to horror movies before, right? Horror movies are not the movies that you stay completely silent in because you need to hear all the great dialogue. People talk during movies. I'm a big talker in movies. Sorry about it. I don't talk loud, though. Uh, good morning, Zach. Uh, what's worse, Halloween 3 or 5? And, and, and Christopher, there's something in here that you say. Uh, he says, don't watch this movie without watching the original. And in 2018, if you saw the last one in theaters and liked it, go ahead and see this one too. I don't think you necessarily have to see the first one. I got to disagree with Christopher because they backtrack it so much. But it's a good idea to have seen the original. It's a good idea. You don't have to. It's not like The Sopranos where you had to watch The Sopranos to understand that movie. 
Christopher, uh, he kind of uh, take or leave it with this from this review I got. I, I I said just leave it. Now, once again, it's a horror movie. It it it, it it's a horror movie, and I was very displeased with it. Now, there's a scene in the movie. There's a scene in the movie where they're going to look for for Michael Myers, and I'm not ruining anything here. Dude shows up at a house, and he's got a gun, and he's there to kill Michael Myers. The house is quite still, and he shows up at the front door, and he's got a gun, and he's looking to kill. And the motherfucker knocks on the door. Now, I thought that was funny, and a lot of people in theater thought that shit was funny. So I laughed. So now the end of the movie happens. I'm very unhappy with the ending. They're not saying anything. I get up, and and we bought our tickets. We didn't buy our tickets online. We got our tickets right there at the theater, so we got stuck in the G seats. I usually don't like to sit that high because it it, it hurts my fucking knee to go upstairs. I'm an old man. I'm injured. I don't like walking up a bunch of stairs. Good morning, Derek. So as we walk all the way up to G, get up there, the movie ends, and as soon as the movie's over, I know it's not a Marvel movie, so I'm fucking heading out. I want to get out. So I get up, I go to my left to exit, and I walk down four stairs. Four stairs. This is the incident. I walk down four stairs, and I look behind me, and Braddy Kid is not with me. Usually she moves a lot quicker than I am, because A, she's younger, and B, she's in way better shape. But she's not there. As I look up back to the seat, she goes, oh, I'm not going anywhere. This guy's talking shit to me. So I said, uh-oh. ruh There's an issue. So I have to go back up four stairs against the fucking traffic. That's not making me happy. I go back up the stairs, and I walk over to her, and I said, what's going on? And she goes, this guy's talking shit to me. Now, bratty kid, look, I'm going to say it right now. Sometimes bratty kid talks a lot of shit. She does, and I do too. So I have to figure out, uh uh-oh, did she do something or say something to this guy? She did nothing. And I said, what's the problem? I look at this guy and his ugly fucking wife, and I go, what's the problem? Now, now, mind you, I, I am six foot one and a half. About 340 pounds. I'm, I, I wouldn't say I'm imposing, but I'm a big fucking guy. I, I, I don't look like a big blob. I look like one of those world's strongest men, but I'm not one of those guys. I'm not strong. I'm tough, yeah, but not strong. Okay. Buenos dias, so. So the dude looks at me, and he goes, well, we are just saying thanks for your fucking commentary to her. Now, I will say this right now. I'll put my hand on a stack of Bible. Braddy Kidd didn't say a fucking thing in the movie. I was the one. And I said, excuse me, she didn't say a word. It was all me. And I'm looking this guy dead in his fucking eye. And this guy who walked into the theater, by the way, late, with his popcorn, had a bad limp. I already saw him because he was hurt too. And he was hurt because he had an ugly fucking wife. I said, Wait a second, she didn't say a word. That was all me. Well, uh, 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 well, and I go, why are you talking shit to her? 
Why are you talking shit to her when I'm gone? See, that takes a man right there. That takes a real man to wait for the dude to walk away, and then you talk shit. I said, uh, and now what? I looked at him. I said, and now what? Well, well, you, you were talking the movie. I go, it's a fucking horror movie. I said, there are a bunch of people talking. Well, well, we just heard her. I said, she didn't say a fucking word. It was me. And then Uglasaurus fucking decided to open her trap. Says, well, well, you were talking during a movie, and that, that's going to make it unpleasant for people around you. And I look at her, I go, okay, and now what? They both looked at me like I was fucking speaking gibberish. I said, and now what? Because I was waiting for him to say, let's go, because I was ready to get it home. Look, I was taught one thing. Never throw the first punch. Throw the second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth. Kick him in the fucking teeth while he's down. That motherfucker did not even unrecline his chair when I walked back up there. I, 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 I can't get over how fucking tough somebody is to a little lady. And then, when strapping dude comes back up, you ain't got shit to say. You rely on your ugly fucking wife. Oh, I was heated. I was heated. Because I wanted to go. I was like, so, so finally I just looked at Brady Cass and I said, let's get out of here. And then they start chirping. Yeah, get out of here, inbred. And I look back at him. I said, I'm, I'm right outside. I'm right outside, motherfucker. He said something else. I looked at him. I said, I'm sorry that we ruined your government check tonight. You spent all your money so you could go to the picture show. And we just kept walking. Oh, I'm, I'm telling you right now, I, I'm so mad. I'm so mad that I didn't call his wife ugly there to provoke him anymore. But come on, really? You're going to talk shit when the dude walks away? What kind of fucking asshole pussy are you? You're going to talk shit to a woman? Who didn't say a fucking word? Now, is this going to curtail me from talking? Now, now, look, if this is like... The Departed, I don't talk during Departed, okay? This is a fucking horror movie. This is what, like the 16th or 17th Halloween movie? How am I truly ruining the Halloween experience? You didn't know that Michael Myers was going to be in there stabbing and cutting up a bunch of fucking people? This is all new to you? (sighs) Ogre says, wow, so this shit stain was engaging in passive-aggressive misogyny during a shitty horror movie. Whose genre is a well-established tradition of talking during the movie? I dare these amoebas to pull that shit in a black movie theater. They're dead meat. That's where I learned this from. When I saw the movie Psycho 2, I saw it with my parents. They took me to the theater to see Psycho 2. And there's a scene at the end of the, the movie, by the way, spoiler alert, where Norman Bates picks up a shovel and fucking cuts somebody's head off with a fucking shovel. Black dude behind me stood up and yelled, that motherfucker's crazy. So I learned from an early age that horror movies are okay to to jibber-jabber in. 
Now, let's be real. Our commentary was fun. My commentary was spot on. Oh, I'm an asshole. When that happens, I revel in those moments. They don't happen often, but what they do, I enjoy it. It's the little things. I couldn't believe it. The dude is talking shit when I get up and walk away. I have never seen cowardice like that before until I walk back up there and the motherfucker didn't even unrecline his seat. I will say this right now. If I had these stones to talk shit to a woman when her man walked away, when that bitch came back up, I'd at least fucking stand up. You and your ugly fucking wife. By the way, the entire theater could hear them eating their government-issued popcorn. They didn't buy popcorn down below. They brought it in with them. Fucking, oh, mealy-mouthed motherfuckers. Then, the best part was, there was a, a family behind us. There was a family sitting behind us, right behind us. Daddy's a truck driver. Mama's a redneck, and the daughter's got a terrible mouth for being 12. Because we're walking out, they wait for us. I'm like, holy shit, I got to fucking do it again. They wait for us. They're like, what happened? I said, oh, that guy's talking all kinds of shit, and he's got to be a pussy and wait until I'm fucking gone. And I looked at the father, and he's looking at me, and I go, I apologize. I cursed in front of your daughter. He goes, no, 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 no. She curses at me. They're like, we sat behind you. We couldn't hear a word you said. But Mealy Mouth over here with his government-issued popcorn is going to talk shit. Oh, it almost happened last night. It almost happened. Yeah, And there's one big warning sign. I think Braddy Kid knows this. The way you know that I'm fucking going to throw, and like I said, I'm not going to throw a first punch. A, I don't want to get banned from the movie theater because I like movies, and, and B, I don't feel like getting arrested. If you hear the phrase, oh, you want a shot at the title? It's fucking on. I am not backing out after I say you want a shot at the title. If I looked at that mother and said, you you want a shot at the title? I would have beat some fucking ass. But he didn't, th- he didn't even move. I mean, honest to God, like I've never seen somebody become a statue in a chair. Uh, 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 yeah, that was his response. Uh, uh, well, we were just saying we enjoyed her commentary. I said, she didn't say a word, dude. It was me. Now what? I was waiting for him to say, let's go. I was like, you want a shot at the title? Let's go. Let's go, you mealy mouth fucker. Oof. Ogre says, I love seeing movies in black theaters. It's so amusing hearing Mystery Science Theater motherfucker 3000. I'll never forget seeing Predator Dirt. Predator 2, near Florin Mall, when Danny Glover's all covered in ash, some brother said, he's looking like a fucking white boy. My white friend and I slang slang there as soon as the end rolled. Uh, It's always funny to see how small dick men are out there. They started chirping because they didn't think Braddy would stand up for herself. Yeah, and and she's the first one that'll stand up for herself. Uh, Arnie, that same dude, uh, that first move is to throw a nut shot. Oh, I know. Oh, he would have gone for a nut shot, and then it, I would have thought. My, my, my goal was hopefully to fight him in row G, and, and I am still pretty strong. I'm, I'm pretty strong still. 
I'd have picked that motherfucker up and thrown him fucking down to the F's. And then down to the E's and then down to the G's or D's. Uh, that's courage in today's world. I had some chicken shit say a comment about me on Facebook and then had me uh, muted from comments so he could keep talking shit. I started a new thread to call him out and he left the group. That That's the world we live in. Uh, Arnie, that story sounds so much like uh, something Mike and I go through. My mouth sometimes gets him into trouble, fun, and he gets excited as soon as he says, oh, you want to play? I know back the fuck up because it's about to go down. He enjoys a good ass kicking. I didn't say it. I did not say it. You want a shot at the title. So it did not happen. But what's interesting is, is that Christopher sent me an email last night. It says, right when I got home from the theater tonight, I caught a dude going through my garbage cans looking for stuff. He started to walk away but muttered some bullshit. I told him, and he had no idea about my story. I told him to go get a real job and stop going through our cans. He didn't take that very well and started to threaten me and say he'd come back and blow up my house. I stood my ground and told him to go fuck himself. He kept psycho-babbling to himself and kept going through other houses. I brought my cans back in, locked the gate and the door. I have these scavengers going through my neighborhood all hours of the night. They come and collect garbage so they can buy more crack. Nobody seems to care. Am I the crazy one? Should I have done the opposite and helped him go through my garbage? Fuck no. Was it wrong for me to get angry? No. Do you have this problem in Texas? I would imagine in some parts. To me, I hate this for the same reason I never give to beggars. I will never purposely contribute to people's chronic alcoholism, drug use, or homelessness, but I feel like society wants these people roaming the streets, and I hate it. Anyway, I'm going to go turn on my alarms and make sure all my guns are loaded. I do live in Fresno, and you can't have too many loaded firearms in your house. How crazy is that? He and I both see the same movie, different time zones, And yet we have to deal with fucking jokers afterward. The world is a very strange place. (laughs) You would have thrown his ass down a couple rows and gestured to some assistant to throw you a couple of non-alcoholic Steve wires, crack them some bitches open, guzzled while standing on the armrests. I think one of the last look, I I got I I don't I've never I'm not undefeated in the world of fights. I got the shit beat out of me in one of the last fights I was in. I did win the last fight I was in against a guy named Dave Williams. But but we we were at a party one time. It was my freshman year of college. And uh, if you ever wonder why my nose is crooked, because I set my own nose. We show up at this party, and my buddy James is talking some shit, and I'm laughing. Now, we're not using any racial slurs. But the people we're talking about, like th- this one dude, found out he played at the University of Oklahoma, later to get drafted by, uh, forget, I think he got drafted by the Bears, and then he came to the Cowboys. This guy was jacked. We are making fun of him, telling him it's steroids this, steroids that, you know. Walk out of the house, and a friend of mine says, y'all are fighting tonight. I said, I ain't fighting, I'm going home. Anyway, we get jumped by these three guys. Me and James got jumped by these three guys. Our buddy Ryan kind of got away. But they beat the ever-loving piss out of us. I've never won all my fights. I've never claimed to win every fight I was ever in. But now, you bring up the whole wrestling thing. 
When Dave Williams and I got into a fight, this is what happened. Motherfucker I found out was drinking my beer at a party. I think this is later on my freshman year in college. He walked out of the house. I fucking run at him and boom! Pound him right in the face. Boom! He goes down. I pick him up and I put him in the DDT. And I DDT'd him right there on the cement. Bam! He threw a couple shots, but he was crying. That's when you know you want to fight when the other dude's crying. I ain't afraid to mix it up. I've been to jail. I ain't afraid of jail. Motherfucker, you're going to talk shit to A, my wife, but C, secondly, to a female when I walk away. Say it to me, tough guy. Say it to me. I was the one talking. Mm. I'm going through my fucking trash, bomb my house with that MacGyver, fucking duct tape and coffee grounds. <laughs> Getting jumped isn't a fight. Both parties know when it starts. Yeah, well, we got our asses whooped that night. I'm just telling you. I, I got my ass handed to me that night. We were talking about Bill Clinton earlier. Ratburger says, I thought Bill stopped getting urinary tract infections when Epstein Island closed. It starts when Jerry Springer plays the bell sound. I, 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 I'm just looking back at that. I'm just laughing my ass off now at this. That fucking guy. Oh, man, he wanted to get hurt that night. I, and, and that's the bad part. Is this? There are some people out there that just want to get hurt. And that guy was one of them. And I didn't want to be the guy to pull that string. I, I, was, I was in too bad a movie, mood from the movie Sucking. <sighs> so there you go. There's my incident from last night at the uh, Halloween Kills movie. By the way, you can see my review and you can see Christopher's review also on the Arnie State Show page on Facebook. Now we got to start the show. Remember, today is a huge day. We got cover songs all day. We're going to play an extra song each break. Uh, cover songs, we have the Mount Rushmore of Gay that we got to get to. Um, let's see. Uh, where to start the show? Uh, we got to start it with our, our current president. This guy, I, I don't understand what Joe Biden wants. And his plan for the IRS to monitor nearly every American's bank account is going to continue. I don't know why they're doing this. I, under the, it's under the guise of they're checking your, your, your bank account. Yeah, I, I mentioned that stack car. The Dodgers did win. And, and I'm pulling for the Dodgers against the Braves, and I'm pulling for the Red Sox against the Astros because I hate the Astros. So there you go. Uh I, is this more control that they want to look at your bank account? And remember, under this fucking terrible three or four trillion dollar uh, infrastructure plans, which has nothing to do with infrastructure, they give the government, the IRS, the uh, ability to look at bank accounts that have six hundred dollars or more in them. Now, if you don't think that the IRS can already look in your bank account, you're sadly, sadly mistaken. No, they probably need probable cause and all kinds of shit to do that now. This bill will not allow, they don't need that kind of shit. By the way, they're the IRS. They can make up the shit and they can get it. 
Under the proposal, banks, credit unions, and other financial institutions will be required to annually report customers' account deposits and withdrawals of $600 or more to the IRS. Now, they're saying this is to try to thwart, you know, drug traffickers, gun runners, and human traffickers as well. But isn't this just more of this whole control that they're trying to have over you and I, the American citizen? I mean, look, look, now that it's out there that they want to do this, we already knew the IRS was capable of doing this stuff. If you don't think that the IRS is capable of doing a lot more than what they do already, you need to wake up. You remember the Obamacare plan? Remember Obamacare? And, and they, would, they would fine you if you didn't have health insurance. Do you know who the group was that was fining you? That's right. They pull out the fucking pit bulls of the government, and that's the IRS. The IRS was going to target those people. So then the, the, the IRS was going to be looking into your health. Treasury Department officials said fears of increased audits on middle-class Americans are unfounded. Bullshit. Part of this infrastructure bill gives the IRS now, I believe it's $40 billion to expand their auditing programs. Crazy. Uh, Ogre says the guys is monitoring the rich. If that's so, the transaction threshold would be $6,000 or more, not six hundred. dollars Fuck, when you get a direct deposit from your employer, it's most likely more than $600. Look into accounts of $600,000 or more. They could even look into 401k accounts if they wanted. Since they're taxable after you retire, this is a money grab, pure and simple. It's a money grab, and it's more control and more monitoring of you. Steckhart says, you know those crackheads on the corner going into banks and depositing into their dealer's account? Douglas says, fuck the feds. Kale says, because it was a tax. Yes, the Obama. The, the, that, that John Roberts, a conservative justice, said, no, no, Obamacare's a tax. Wasn't a fucking tax. So he's, he's doubling down on this, saying, yeah, he wants to continue to do it. By the way, had chicken wings last night. Man, oh, man, that scratched an itch I was having. Damn, that shit was good. I know that a lot of people don't like Hooters wings. I I don't know what the hell's wrong with you. Because those were delicious. By the way, uh, Sleepy Joe was at it again yesterday, saying the number of unvaccinated Americans is still unacceptable. Even though he bragged about how many people have gotten it in the last three weeks. He, I don't know. How many people does he want vaccinated? 100%? He's never going to get it. And by the way, he did it again yesterday. And the rest of the world is paying attention to this, by the way. When he turns his back on the media in that little makeshift like uh, press room they've built across the street from the White House... They do that because there's a larger monitor in there that he can read from because the man is a billion years old and he's senile as fuck. And he has not been answering questions from the press. He turns his back and walks away. The rest of the world is seeing this and they're saying, we don't know if we want to deal with America anymore. 
So once again, you remember it was Donald Trump. Let's go back, shall we? Shall we go back in time? And, And look, I'm not saying Donald Trump was a good president. I'm not trying to say anything. Let's go back in time. That's about enough. Remember how Donald Trump was the one that was going to isolate us from the rest of the world? You remember how Donald Trump, 1984, was about the, the Trump presidency, about governing, governor, uh, government monitoring us? What are the first two stories I did today? First two stories I do today is about the government monitoring our bank accounts and the rest of the world saying fuck you to the United States. And this is all being done not under Donald Trump's watch, but under Joe Biden's watch. Now, look, if Trump runs in 24, great. If he doesn't, great. This guy needs to be out of office. This guy is dangerous to the way of life in America. He wants everybody to be vaccinated. Why? Not everybody's vaccinated. By the way, the numbers are going down because the virus has run its course. Check statistics all over the country. And it's not because people are getting vaccinated. Is the vaccination helping? I'm sure it is. But vaccinated people can still get sick. The virus, the Delta variant, has run its course. We don't hear about shit in India anymore, do we? Where the Delta variant kind of started. We don't hear about Great Britain shutting down. Australia's back and open. For the love of God, every country in, 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 in the Netherlands region, Sweden, Sweden's in the Netherlands, right? I, I don't know. I get confused. But Fenway, Norway, all those ways up there, they have banned the Moderna shot for certain age groups. One country has banned Moderna completely. This isn't about your health. It's about control. It's been about control since day one. There are mask mandates in Dallas County. Last night we had dinner in Dallas County. It's right next to Rockwall County. And they have a sign up at Hooters that said, please wear your mask when you enter the restaurant and if you get up in the restaurant. I didn't have a mask. I don't take a mask with me when I I go out. Fuck that shit. I ain't taking a mask. I've got the fucking vaccination. Why do I have to fucking wear a mask too? Even a waitress didn't have a mask on. Some waitresses did, some didn't. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Is it, is it 2020 again? What am I missing? Um, let's see. Uh, the people that have the mindset. Uh, remember, all of you who said, if you don't have anything to hide, they don't worry. This is all you who have that mindset. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not making posters, but I'll be there. Is there there another demonstration? Uh, Alicia, are you going to be at the Capitol on Monday? Uh, 100% it's a money grab. My question is that they're monitoring every transaction over $600 or every account over $600. It's every account or any – I think it's every account that's over $600. That's how crazy. Uh, Let's see. I guarantee there won't be 100%. Uh-huh, making posters today. So there is a, there, there's a, a march to Capitol on Monday in California. 
I'm making one that says, Newsom, keep you, yours and Fauci's pricks away from my kids. That's funny. Uh, I finally got a place to make me a California Psycho Newsom shirt, but I'm supposed to get it until next Friday. That sucks. Even though Elise says that's awesome. This is craziness. The shit that's going on in our country right now is absolutely berserk. We used to be a country that that relied on its freedoms, that that loved its freedoms, that lived and died by its freedoms. And we, all of us, not just the left, everybody grab a mirror and look in the mirror. We have all allowed this to happen. It's not the left's fault. If you want to blame the left for starting this, okay, then that's fine. But it's not their fault. Because nobody stood up for this way back in 2020 when it first started. Everybody was like, well, it's for health's sake. Nobody said anything when the Elk Grove School District was the first district, really, I think the second district in all of America, to shut down. Nobody said anything when the mask mandates went in place in California a week after Gavin Newsom just signed a gigantic deal with the mask manufacturer. People weren't saying anything. And that's the reason, this is the reason. Because we are too busy with our own lives. It's not an excuse, it's a reality. We're too busy with our own lives, whether it's the kids' soccer practice, whether I have a meeting at work today, or, or there's a HOA meeting down the street tonight. We take, we take those things serious. When it comes to the government and then, and then all of a sudden the mask mandates and all that kind of shit, we sit there and we throw our arms up in the air and go, God damn it, this is not America. Yeah. By the way, I told you all that shit was going to happen. I told you all this shit's going to happen. The passport mandate, told you. All this shit. The one question I keep asking is, when have we done enough? When are we going to stop being punished? And it doesn't seem like that's going to happen anytime soon. We allowed the left to get into office, in, in, into the presidency. I thought for then, for sure, but then they said, well, it's not going to be until July. And remember, July, we got to take the masks off for like a week. And oh, the Delta variant was in place because of the whole Gavin Newsom thing, I believe. Well, the rest of the country is going to have to pay for this. So when's it enough? Why is Andrew Cuomo not facing any charges of all the murders that he committed while he was the governor of New York? All the elderly people that he killed, he's not on trial for that. Why not? Uh, Let's see. It's been leaked that the IRS doesn't go after rich people. They go after poor people because poor people don't have attorneys to fight and just pay instead. Uh, let's see. Let me answer that with a... Correct the mundo. Do you know the story of the Church of Scientology? This is an interesting thing. And, and I think more Americans need to hear this story and react like the Church of Scientology. Let's see. Scientology. I'm going to write that down. Let me read this. Weirdly enough, when uh, Gavin got the mask business, all of a sudden all the correction facilities had those to use those specific masks, and they bought them with state-federal funds. Weird how that works, yep. 
Uh, from my understanding, it is transactions with a cumulative total of $600 or more to make sure that the appropriate amounts of taxes are being taken out. They got to get the last drop from us. Straight Fire says, I have to disagree with Arnie. I was saying something, and many of my friends and neighbors were as well. But what does it really do? They still implement policy. You're right, Straight Fire. Okay. Hey, I, I understand. I was saying it too. I was saying it on this show. But you're right. What can we do? I'll tell you what we can do. And this is interesting. Nobody said shit about the Patriot Act either. This blaming aside is old news. Same team, folks. One goal. Yeah, you're absolutely right, Mike D. Totally right. Scientology. Do you know how they got their their tax break? Because, see, religions, houses of God, don't have to pay taxes. And I don't know a lot of religions that have more celebrities in it than the Church of Scientology, which means they're going to be paying buku bucks. Hell, they got Tom Cruise and John Travolta, two of the richest guys out there. The Church of Scientology, it's, in, it, it, it's amazing. It's in a documentary about it. They opened lawsuits on about three or 400 different IRS agents. I forget exactly what it was about, but they opened lawsuits against them. And they were fairly damning lawsuits. Now, they weren't going to necessarily win all those suits, but the problem was is that they were all going to go to court. So, the Church of Scientology, it might have been 3,000 agents. I'm going to have to rewatch it because I remember when I saw that, I was like, holy shit. They they they, they filed all these personal lawsuits against all these agents of of the IRS. And then the Church of Scientology reached out to the IRS and they said, hey, if you would like all of these lawsuits to go away, there's a simple way that we can make them all just go vanish like Thanos snapping. Give us our church exemption. Now, if you look at the, look, look, I don't care what your, 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 your theology beliefs are, what your religious beliefs are, what is this? L. Ron Hubbard run a, read, or wrote a fictitious book. Dianetics, and that's their Bible, and it talks about spacemen and all kinds of shit in there. I've never read it, and I never will read it because I'm not a big fan of sci-fi reading, but that's his Bible. It's not really a religion, but they made it a religion. And lo and behold, all those lawsuits get filed against the the IRS agents. And then they say, hey, we'll drop all these suits if you give us our tax break. And the United States decided, well, we don't want all these agents to have to go through all these, you know, terrible lawsuits. We'll give them their tax break. And the Church of Scientology is now... looked at as a religion, which means they do not have to pay taxes. Now, we can go back and forth about if churches should or shouldn't pay taxes. I, I, that, that, that's a discussion for another day and another time. But that's how they got it. 
And I'm saying this right now. We as a country need to look at that and play dirty pool like they play dirty pool. If the government's going to play dirty pool with us, we need to react and play dirty pool back with them. It seems to work. It seems to work out just great. Uh, They got their tax-exempt status by bullying the IRS and spying on agents. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Arnie, will you be discussing? Jesus, Zach, why would you do this to me? I'm in the middle of stuff here. Will you be discussing the new Adele song? Come on. Really? Really? Hello. Mm Mm-hmm. It's me. It is. I know it's you. I don't want to hear your new song. I was wondering no. if after all. No, I don't want to meet. Get away. Get away. Dirty pool. Like the kiddie pool? Yes. Arnie, if religion can be founded by Fred G. Sanford, then by gum, you can form the Church of Arnadad Jalapena. Maybe I sound like a prepubescent Alex since people say I, I sound like a teen boy that hasn't gone through puberty. Christopher says Scientology is on my religion shit list. People are saying things, but people want to listen to CNN and Fox News, so those people were called conspiracy theorists. I remember telling people where this was going, but people tell me I sounded like Alex Jones and I need a tinfoil hat. Shit, I've been telling people my oldest son and his siblings from a young age that the government ever comes to our door and is here to help, he's going to take his siblings and run. Amen. The the scariest words, according to Ronald Reagan, I'm from the government, and I'm here to help. Oh, it's not just a song, it's a whole album. Thank you, Braddy Kid. I appreciate that. No, no, we will not be going over that today or anytime soon. Uh, United Airlines is getting ready to fire 232 of their unvaccinated employees. 600 didn't comply with the vaccine mandate. Then people said, well, fuck it, I got to get it. I got to pay for my family. And I understand it. I, I Look, look. I understand. It, it, and it's a shit choice that you have to make in some cases. It's a shit choice. I understand it that you have to take care of your family. I'm telling you right now, these 232 people will be hired back by United Airlines. American Airlines had a bunch of cancels, a bunch of shit happened yesterday. You're not hearing a lot about it because it's the blue flu. It's exactly what happened to Southwest Airlines last week, even though the fact checkers come out and say, no, 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 this has nothing to do with vaccination. It has everything to do with vaccination. Don't listen to these fact checkers. Next week, it'll probably be American Airlines. By the way, both of those companies are based in Texas, and Governor Wheels came out and said no. He threw his mandate out there, saying if if there's a private business in Texas, and airlines are still private businesses, they cannot force employees to get the vaccination. Now, the... Spokespeople for Southwest Airlines and American Airlines have said, no, 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 we're going to enforce this and we're going to do what the government says. I don't know. I don't know about that. I'm going to wait and see on that. Because United firing 232 employees, what if 200 of those people are pilots? 
Do they just have 200 extra pilots sitting around? I don't think they do. So how many flights is United going to have to cancel? By the way, air travel is going to get really expensive. Remember how we were talking about meat yesterday? And how, uh, according to, you know, science and all this bullshit, by 2030, the price of steak is going to be as high as champagne? You're going to be able to say the same thing about air travel. Because, you see, the demand will be there for people to travel. The supply, meaning the number of airplanes, is going to be dramatically lower. Because they aren't going to have the pilots to fly those planes. They're not going to have the staff to work on those planes, including and not limited to the air waitresses and air waiters, also known as stewards and stewardesses or flight attendants, whatever you want to call them. Those fellas that have the orange flashing things on the tarmac, those people are going to be going away too. If you don't have enough of them, you can't land enough airplanes at the airport. Then what? Baggage handlers, same thing. It's all going to be supply and demand. And they're going to realize that people are going to go, well, fuck it, I'll just drive then. Airlines, I, I, I don't know. The business model of airlines has always been really stupid. It wasn't until 9-11 that airlines ever became profitable. You know that? It was an industry that broke even most of the time. Wasn't a very profitable profitable business because the cost of fuel is high, the cost of employees are high, airplanes are not cheap. But they found a way after nine eleven, after the government bailed them out, to start making money. And now we see all these new ways that airlines are are making money, and people are going, "Well, enough of that! I don't want to show up to the airport seven hours early to fly." Because of the new security restrictions. Have you seen this when you book a flight, or does everybody here just fly Southwest? The reason why Southwest Airlines makes money is because people go there to fly. People don't pick American or United or Delta anymore. Do you know why? They charge you more for window and aisle seats. How bullshit is that? Middle seats are going to cost you X amount. But the window and aisle, because those allegedly have more room, cost more money. They have found new ways. They charge for everything. Airlines are going to nickel and dime. You remember when you could take two carry-on bags on planes or three carry-on bags? There are some airlines that charge you for carry-on bags. They don't even they don't even touch those bags and they're still charging you. They charge for check luggage. Some airlines, like Southwest, will give you two free bags. I've told you the story a number of times when American, when I was flying once with Satana. Before the wheel and spoke law got changed in Dallas, and I don't have the time to tell you about that stupid law. But when you used to fly directly from Sacramento to Dallas, you'd have to fly American. 
We were flying back, and her bag was 52 pounds. Your bag can only weigh 50 pounds. My bag weighed 31 pounds. They had taken my bag, and they put it on the, and it wasn't moving yet, the, the carousel. The carousel was not moving yet. They put it on there. They took her bag, and they said, that'll be $75. And I said, wait, whoa, 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 wait a second. How about you hand me my bag, and I'll put some of her stuff in my bag? Oh, sir, it's on the carousel already. I'm like, it's right over there. And I know not to make a scene in an airport. Because this was post-9-11. Well, sorry, sir, it, it's our policy. Once it's on the, 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 the this, we can't give it back to you. Oh, Okay. And I had a carry-on bag, and I took four pounds of her shit and put it on my carry-on bag, and then closed it and go, here you go, try it now. Oh, okay, it weighs 48 pounds now. There you go. Go fuck yourself. The airlines, the airlines are fucking, all they want to do is gouge you. The service sucks. And it it sucks because, well, there's no service really available to you. If you ask for a whole can of soda, you should get the, you get a look. It's not friendly up there anymore. I'm friendly. I try to be nice to these people who are having a job, but there's no service involved. Watch them put your bags on an airplane. See how that is done. Oh, that's wonderful to watch them just chuck your shit on there. And then when you try to go, well, you guys broke my suitcase. Well, was it this way before? Do you have pictures of it? Well, no, I don't take pictures of my baggage. Well, I'm sorry, then we can't help you. You can't prove that we did this. It's amazing. Fly the friendly skies to my ass. That's a fucking war zone up there. I understand why people are losing their shit on planes. What else are we going to tackle today? Oh, I know what I want to tackle. Oh, I want to tackle this so bad. I, I, I love this. I love that people are calling out Kyrie Irving. I've never had an issue with not getting an entire can of Dr. Pepper. I've never had an issue with it, but you get a look. You get a look, definitely. Has anybody been paying attention to the Kyrie Irving story? Kyrie Irving, NBA superstar, played. He, he did play for the Brooklyn Nets. I believe they've released him because he said he has no plans on getting vaccinated. And I saw a really interesting take on this last night. The NBA is saying, "Oh, players got to get vaccinated, and if they can't, if they miss games due to COVID, they won't get paid." I'm sorry, I was just refreshing the screen there. Um, Kyrie Irving said, I, I don't want to get vaccinated. And the, the Brooklyn Nets have said, okay, well, we don't want you to be a part-time player because you can't even come to our arena without being vaccinated. So uh, we're going to let you go. Kyrie Irving makes millions upon millions of dollars a year. He's giving up millions and millions of dollars a year not to get vaccinated. Some people are calling him an idiot. Some people are calling him very brave. I'll say this right now. He, he's taking a stance, and he's standing by it. Where is Black Lives Matter? 
Black Lives Matter, they're there to protect basketball players. And here's a basketball player that's not getting the shot. And they're not protecting. So what is their cause for? Isn't that an interesting idea to think about? You know how these these teams have adopted the Black Lives Matter t-shirts, the signs in the stadiums and things like that, but here's a black player who's saying, I don't want to get the shot, and the Nets are saying, well, you're gone then. Where's Black Lives Matter? Oh, let me tell you where they are. They're nowhere to be seen. Hold on, I got to trim some nose hairs. Kyrie Irving has been a borderline nut job diva since day one. I'll agree to that. He should room with Antonio Brown and Richard Sherman. Um, I hope the Nets shit the bed this year, much like Amber. Yeah, look, the Nets are going to shit the bed because they had their team built with Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, and James Harden. Oh, Brady Kidd says it's because he wasn't killed by a white man. Oh, okay. That's why they're not doing this? So so black lives only matter if you're killed by a white cop or a white man in general. That's right. I forgot because Black Lives Matter hasn't come out and said one word about Chicago. You know, where black kids are getting killed in the street left and right. Just saying. There's supposed to be an NBA player that got blood clots and now cannot play again after getting the vax. The NBA supposedly swept that one under the rug. <laughs> Sorry about that, Hangtown Jen. It wasn't, at least it wasn't the no spray. So here's an American who's standing up for what he believes in. And, and look, the, the Brooklyn Nets, they're a private business, part of the NBA. They pretty much have to do what the NBA says, and the NBA is leaving it up to the teams. And, and I'm, not, I'm not questioning the Brooklyn Nets for calling him out, but where's Black Lives Matter standing up for this young man to make his millions of dollars? Where's the NBA Players Union standing up for this guy? They aren't. Nobody's nobody's standing up for this guy. I'm not standing up for him. I'm just making you aware of this story. I could give two shits if Kyrie Irving plays or not. But he's somebody who's taking a stance who's about to lose his job that pays him millions of dollars a year. What the fuck? We couldn't see the nose hair yet. We had to hear that. Might as well top it off with some nose spray. Okay, I'm sorry, Jen. It was just bothering me so much. So there you go. So Kyrie Irving, th- th- this Kyrie Irving story is going to be interesting to see. I, if the Nets really start to shit the bed when the season starts, what, next week? NHL started last night. Stars won. Woo! Stars are 1-0, baby. But I want you to think about Black Lives Matter. And the same is true today that was true Four months ago when I read the story, Black Lives Matter has not bought a single family groceries. It has not sent one black kid to college. 
It has not stopped one killing in Chicago. Yet they have millions upon millions of dollars in their coffers. And their their point is to what? How long did they let Magic play when he had active HIV? It wasn't until Carl Malone came out. Magic Johnson played with HIV. He chose to take himself out because he didn't want to be that guy because people like Carl Malone said they didn't want to play against him. So Magic is the one that opted out of the NBA. The NBA didn't kick him out. It was Magic because he didn't want people to feel bad. But let's remember what also happened that exact same season when Irvin Johnson tested positive for HIV. Irvin Johnson went off in the All-Star game because he was voted as an All-Star and they allowed him to play. Scored like 65 points and won the MVP. And then the next summer was a part of the Dream Team with Carl Malone. And let's take a look at Irvin Magic Johnson, someone who I admire very, very much. How many HIV patients that got it diagnosed in the late, uh, the early 90s, we'll say 89, 90, made it? Not only made it, but have gotten bigger, stronger, and better. Irvin Johnson is now part owner of the L.A. Dodgers. I've never seen anyone get healthier by getting HIV. Could it be that he went to Europe, and he goes to Europe every year? Does he get treatments over there because they don't have the the pesky FDA to deal with? I've long said that Magic's had the cure for a long time. But every year for about a month, and it's interesting because I follow Samuel L. Jackson on Instagram. He and his wife, and Magic and his wife, Cookie, and there's a few other couples. They always go on this European vacation, mainly in Italy, where they rent out a yacht, and they live on this yacht for about a month. Hmm. I'm not saying that he has the cure, but I I, I think it's interesting that they go to the same place every year. And Magic has done nothing but get better since he's gotten HIV. Lots to be said there. I know transmission is different, but let's be honest. One is far worse than the other. You're absolutely right in that. What do you call Magic Johnson on roller skates, roll aids? I mean, that, that's back in the time, honestly. Like Rock Hudson, he got HIV and it turned into full-blown AIDS. The actor, Rock Hudson. You know why Rock Hudson couldn't get car insurance? Because he was rear-ended too much. I mean... <laughs> these are all terrible, awful jokes, but they're true. I don't typically watch the Candace Owens show. She's annoying. But the other day, I watched an episode because she had a BLM leader on the show. Kept saying black kids are underprivileged and don't get things that white people get, etc. He stated that an education is one. The BLM leader went on to a prestigious college and has multiple master's degree, but couldn't understand why Candace was pointing that out. Well, he kept saying black people can't get education. 
BLM is a freaking joke and a Ponzi scheme. Yes, it is. That's my favorite. Black kids can't get an education. Well, what what about all these educated black people like Candace Owens, like this person from BLM, like Van Jones on CNN? I don't know, like Kamala Harris, like, like Alan West, like 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 uh uh oh god damn it uh I can't think of his name. Oh god damn it, I can see him, the guy who was with Schwarzkopf. Colin Powell, like Colin Powell. I can go on and on. You, do you want me to go on and on? I'll go on and on if you want me to. And by the way, none of those people are athletes. I didn't even mention one athlete. The aforementioned Richard Sherman in the crazy talk world, Richard Sherman has a degree from Stanford. It's pretty darn good. I believe Grant Hill has a degree from, from Duke. That's pretty fucking good. Plenty of black people go to Harvard, but they can't get a college education. Isn't that interesting? Mm-hmm. Douglas says, I like Candace Owens. I saw that episode, and he wouldn't shut up, though. Uh, I believe there was a report that came out about a year ago that said black women are some of the most educated above white men. But wait a second, I didn't think black people could get an education in this country. Isn't it amazing? By the way, here's, here's a, 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 this is from the file of, well, no shit. During the pandemic, Americans drank and smoked way more than they thought. Well, all I have to say to that is... Surprise, surprise, surprise. What, what did you think Americans were going to do locked in their house during a pandemic? Do you think that they were actually going to what? What, take online classes and better themselves? Did, did, did you think they were going to become at-home chefs? No, they're going to drink and smoke because that's what's there to do at home and watch a lot of fucking movies. How is that possible? They don't know how to obtain an ID. <laughs> oh, I got to take my cough medicine this morning. <coughs> oh, goddamn, that's funny. That is hilarious. Yes, of course Americans are going to smoke and drink more being locked up at home. They can't go out. So if you can't go out, you might as well get drunk, right? Shit. Oh, God. Why do they hire reporters anymore? Why is that a story? Ooh, a new study finds out that Americans drank and smoked more during the pandemic. Did they also gain weight? I'm just wondering, is that in there? Because I have no idea. God damn, people are fucktards. All right, let's see. You put up a link here. Let's see what this link is real quick. New study shows black women are among the most... Okay, thank you for that. I appreciate that. Thank you, Brian. I'll read that a little bit later. Uh-huh. Oh, I never think you're spouting bullshit. Thank you, Brian. Yeah, you, you come prepared, and I appreciate that. Uh, everybody does. I don't think... Look, look, when y'all, when y'all talk on here, I, I'm taking y'all at y'all's word. 
because you know I do my research, and you know I'm going to find out if it's bullshit. A couple of leaked things here. Uh, Leaked Border Patrol documents show mass release of illegal immigrants into the U.S. by the Biden administration. Golly. What? What? The the Biden administration has let at least 160,000 illegal immigrants in with no supervision? Well. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Come on. Once again, once again, duh. Duh, motherfuckers, duh. And then there's this. Uh, Facebook has leaked. And everything happening with Facebook right now, I, I, I am looking at this and taking it with a grain of salt. Because I don't know if it's truly leaked. I don't know if these whistleblowers are real whistleblowers or if they're employees that were told to blow the whistle and that way that, that we look at something else instead of what we're supposed to be looking at. Uh, Facebook document reveals a blacklist of dangerous organizations. Over 4,000 groups and individuals have been placed under terror, hate, crime, militarized social movement, or violent non-state actor designation. Well, of course, yes. Tier 1. Entities that engage in serious offline harms, including organizing or advocating for violence against civilians, repeatedly dehumanizing or advocating for harm against people based on uh, protected characteristics. Tier 2. Entities that engage in violence against state or military actors but do not generally target civilians. And Tier 3. Entities that may repeatedly engage in violation of Facebook's hate speech or dangerous organizations' policies. What is the definition, then, of Facebook's hate speech? You see, I'm glad we get documents like this that come out, but the problem is is that Facebook can designate whatever they want to be hate speech. It's true. If you say you hate something, like people would say, I hate the Dodgers. Well, could that be designated as hate speech? And the answer is yes. I I know it's ridiculous. Please, 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 don't be looking at your computers right now going, come on, Arnie. I I know. But if the company wants to designate it as hate speech, they will. And if you were to go up there and say, I hate Kamala Harris, they would probably look at you and put you in that group. Or if you hate this or you hate that, it, it's up to them. They can do whatever they want because they are a private business. Once again, once again, all these people, and me included, I get it. I truly hate Facebook. I don't like it. I have found that I like TikTok a lot more. Even though TikTok is still restrictive as shit. Instagram to me is worthless. But I'm on all those platforms. Why? Because I need to push my agenda. I need to further my career. And these are free marketing tools that I have. That is the only reason why I am on any of social media is to promote my show. Is there a bonus that I can 
see friends that I haven't seen in years? Yes, that is a bonus. But the fact of the matter is, this is a company that can do and say and edit whatever the fuck they want. And everybody's going to get mad. I'm in Facebook jail, dot, dot, dot. Don't use it. Once again, once again. When, when, when I got my first page banned from TikTok, I really thought about right then and there saying, okay, enough of that. I've tried. But I saw a lot of residual effects from TikTok, and you guys liked it too. You guys liked the jokes, and I like doing the jokes every day. By the way, today's jokes, uh, what do you call a group of superheroes from Tennessee? The Inbreadables. This is an old one, but I had to change it up so I don't get in trouble. And I, I, I let's see if I have I gotten in trouble yet from it. Uh, Ben Carson, that was another. Uh, okay, let's see. No, I haven't gotten in trouble for it yet. Um, what's the best part of dating a girl from the hood? You never have to meet her dad. See, that was was the best part of dating a black girl. See, I changed up to where I'm not going to get in trouble for that one now. And the last one is, how do you save your wife from drowning? Take your foot off her head. (laughs) See, I like doing those. Those are fun to me. And I'm getting a lot of people to follow me and maybe find the show and maybe promote the show even more. Because every one of my videos I put on their description, ArnieRadio.com, hashtag podcast. Yes, I do it all. The problem is Facebook is one-sided. You say you hate Biden, you're in jail. You say you hate Trump, they allow it. And that's their company. See, this is what I'm trying to tell you. And, And believe me that this is true. You don't have to use social media. I know. I know that sounds crazy. But you don't have to use it. There was a time that we didn't have Facebook. Granted, I use Facebook a lot. I'm on social media all the time. We don't have to have it, though. You're not going to die if Facebook goes away. I know plenty of people that don't have more than Facebook. One of my best friends only has Facebook. And he only uses it to further his fucking Republican agenda. God love him, and he's been on this show a number of times, and I think you know who I'm talking about. But he doesn't give a fuck. His life would go on fine without Facebook, as all of our lives would go on fine without Facebook. Everybody wants to think, oh, my God, I'd be so lost without it. No, no you wouldn't. For the first few days, it would be weird that you're not checking. Yes, I understand that. But you don't have to have it. It's nothing that is mandatory to be an American. Hot Stephanie says, I don't have social media. I haven't had it for over three years now. Yeah, I know that for sure. Douglas says, life would be better. Then get off it. Uh, Let's see. uh, Some guy on your page called me a cunt, whatever. But then I called him a fag in return, and they put me in jail. He got nothing. Cowboys girl, you're going to have to email me who called you that uh, on, on my page 
On my fan page, somebody called you that? Yeah, you're going to have to email me that because my, my fan page isn't for that shit. I'm sorry that that happened to you. They also uh, censor some pro-black posts. Let's go, Brandon is acceptable. Uh, life would be better. It's so much wasted time for someone like me who doesn't need to promote anything or use it for work. I only have Facebook, too, and yes, I'd, I'd be fine. I'm hardly on it. I'm on it because I have too many friends and family to call everyone for email and photos. Okay. And that's fair. That is all fair. It was a while ago. Okay, well, if that ever happens to you again, please email me and let me know that people are calling each other that on the Superfans page or even my page. Because I'll just tell you this right now. That's bullshit. We ain't, we ain't going to put up with that. Now, I'm going to do one more story before, the, uh, before we take a break. And this is the story of why I love being an American. Okay. I love America, but I hate our country. Military security firm Ghost Robotics has built a new mechanical army dog or military dog capable of carrying a remote-controlled rifle on its back. Boy, if that doesn't get you fucking hard for the red, white, and blue, I don't know what else will. The special purpose unmanned rifle, Spur, is comprised of a six and a half millimeter Creedmoor uh, rifle from what weapon company Sword International, combined with the quadrupled unmanned ground vehicle from a robotics firm. So it's a dog that has a gun on it? This is badass. Oh, man. Robots with guns, what could possibly go wrong? These aren't robots, these are dogs. These are robot dogs. Fucking just release these in the Middle East. Fucking robot dog is running at you with a gun. The only thing better would to be have an actual dog. You see, but it doesn't have any dog teeth or anything. It just got the robotic four legs and the gun on top of it. I want it to be a real dog. Let's strap a real gun to a real dog and attack them and go. <laughs> That's badass. That is awesome. Oh, man. Robot dogs with guns. Holy shit. There's a RoboCop sequel RoboCop K9. Fuck yes. Oh, man, that would be awesome. That fucking dog r- fucking just chomps on the nuts and just starts shooting you in the head. That's badass shit right there. I got to tell you, that is some badass shit right there. That makes me happy to be an American. You take that, Taliban. Yeah, we'll fuck up some people over there now. Go to them countries that are afraid of dogs. Boy, that really fuck them up. All right, it is now time, ladies and gentlemen. That's right, it is time for Celebrity. Celebrity. Mount Rushmore. That's right. I have I have searched the internet and my brain to figure out 
gay celebrities. And who would be on the Mount Rushmore of gay celebrities? We will find out right here, right now, at ArnieRadio.com. Let's get it on! All right, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Our first matchup. And I have made this as politically correct as possible. Where gays are taking on lesbians and lesbians are taking on gays. Our first matchup is set. Here we go. The man who was at the top of the gay mountain and has been for a long time, the CNN host himself, Anderson Cooper, taking a woman that has been on the top of gay mountain since she came out on her own sitcom and now has a daytime talk show. I'm talking about Ellen DeGeneres. So ask family. In the fight between Anderson Cooper and Ellen DeGeneres, who ya got? I'm actually surprised at this one, as family. You have done your jobs and voted, and the winner is Ellen, even though she was almost canceled this year. But Ellen moves on, defeating Anderson Cooper. Our next matchup, a battle of actors and actresses. The first one is a lesbian from the Twilight movies. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the one and only... Kristen Stewart taking on a gay actor who's been places no man has ever been there before. He might have been to Uranus, I don't know. But he's got a current feud going with William Shatner, and he said that William Shatner was a too fat of a guinea pig to use on this space trip. I'm talking about the one and only Mr. Sulu, George Takai. Kristen Stewart versus George Takai ass family. Who ya got? Oh, 
Ladies and gentlemen, the Twilight Star, or I'm sorry, Twatlight Star, Kristen Stewart has been defeated. George Takai moves on. Wow. Boy, this next matchup, holy cow. This one's going to be tough because we are going old school gay against old school lesbian. In one corner, I have a man that is a sir but could be a dame. His name is Elton John. Taking on one of the toughest lesbians to ever, ever chew tobacco and drink coffee. I'm talking about Rosie O'Donnell. Elton John versus Rosie O'Donnell. Ask family, who you got? Woo! It is official, ladies and gentlemen. Sir Elton John moves on over Rosie O'Donnell. And now, the final matchup of the first round, and boy, oh boy, is this a doozy. In one quarter, I have the former Olympic gold medalist in the decathlon, the former man known as Caitlyn Jenner, taking on the former woman who was the daughter of Sonny and Cher and is now the son of Sonny and Cher. I give you Chaz Bono. Caitlyn Jenner versus Chaz Bono. Ask family, who ya got? Surprised at this one. And a runaway, Caitlyn Jenner moves on. So now we have the tough job 
of figuring out who goes on the mountain. Our first matchup, as family, and it's a doozy, it's a tough one, is Ellen DeGeneres, the queen of daytime talk, taking on George Takai. George Takai, Mr. Sulu from Star Trek, taking on Ellen DeGeneres, ass family, who ya got? Sulu didn't even show up. Ellen is now on the Mount Rushmore of the LGBTQXYZ community. Now, who will be joining her? Will it be multi-platinum recording artist? Can you feel the love tonight? Rocket Man, Tiny Dancer, Elton John, or will it be Caitlyn Jenner. Caitlyn Jenner versus Elton John. Ask family, I have to ask. Who ya got? the Kardashians, but the king of the gays is Elton John. Elton John and and Ellen are now on the Mount Rushmore of gay. We have way more to choose from, and it will be happening after the next segment right here at ArnieRadio.com. Now, today is cover songs and... uh, Let's see, I'll do, oh, that's right, I only have like two breaks here, so I got to do this. Uh, all right, I'll do that, that, that. All right, we'll cut this one out. Cut this one out. Oh, man. All right. Okay. I'll do those three. Okay, here we go. Somebody asked for, I believe it was Christopher who asked for uh, a Hosey What's It, a Hank Williams song, so here you go. Thank you. 
And it's raining ice picks on your steel shore I'm gonna break I'm gonna break my I'm gonna break my rusty cage and run I'm gonna break I'm gonna break my Gonna break my rusty cage and run I'm gonna break I'm gonna break my Gonna break my rusty cage and run I'm gonna break I'm gonna break my Gonna break my rusty cage and run
got more ass on it than a public toilet. Wow. Probably more diseases, too. The Arnie State Show. Call 775-357-FANS. Uh, all right, look at that. They're, they're cover band Friday, or cover song Friday. Started with Willie Nelson's I'm So Lonesome I Can Cry, one of my favorite versions of that song. Rusty Cage, Soundgarden song done by John Johnny Cash. And then Stevie Wonder song, Higher Ground, done by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Now, I do have one more Hank Williams song, but it'll be at the very end of the show, so you know who will be singing that one. But uh, the next three that are coming up are, are I got to say, three of the best ones. So uh, we'll, we'll have that coming up in the next break as well. Uh, you're out. Just said hello, everyone. I probably missed the convo, but how about them Dodgers? Sadly, the Giants fans are still groping at straws about that last call and about last year's World Series win not being legit. That's okay. We'll just sit back and enjoy all the haters. Bring it. As a Dodgers fan that she is, I say congratulations to her. And I say congrats. Look, look. They won a World Series last year. I think it's legit. All these people say, oh, it was a short date. It's a legit World Series. Stop your crying. Christian says, wow, Willie fucking killed it. Yeah. Oh, he did a great version of that. Jenny Lynn says, just an FYI on Monday, there's a protest for the vax mandates. Keep your kids at home. I believe that's happening in California. I believe that's where that's happening. Uh, all right. No more vax mandates. We, we just have a bunch of really silly, dumb stories here. And, and, and it has to do with cancel culture, and it has to do with flat-out stupidity. This first story has to be one of the dumbest things I've ever read in my entire life. And I'm shocked that Joy Behar from The View is the one uttering this awful tripe. You ready? Here you go. Handle at the NFL keeps getting worse. Raiders coach John Gruden was forced to resign after years of his racist, homophobic, and misogynistic emails were found while investigating the toxic work environment in yet another organization. The Washington football team also, that was the one under investigation, and they discovered his stuff. But the NFL doesn't plan on releasing any more information to the public. Here's my question. Um, if they're trying to clean up their act, shouldn't they put all of the information out there so that, you know, get a little sunshine on the oh, truth it's here? it's not the dumb part You know, part my yet. grandmother used to always say, what's done in the dark is going to come to the light. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so all oh, of these Jesus emails Christ. have come forward. And this is from a, a, another investigation. Yeah. So it, it's showing that Gruden has oh, been... Oh, just wait. Uh, oh, it, know, it's going to get really dumb here in a second. Anti-LGBTQ. Mm -hmm. Plus, I mean, it's so... And this is what we found out from like 10 years ago. So it just, to yeah. me... Oh, I'm sorry. You here, ever comes, here comes an ad because, God forbid, we watch all of this tripe without ads in it. Skip ad. Speaks to the culture, the yep. problematic culture of the NFL, and that people, there were some people he was writing these emails to who, who responded back or who read them who were comfortable with these emails. Uh -huh. Or didn't raise their the hand one. if they weren't. They didn't he's raise their hand. Be, he's not the only one. No. I Absolutely. mean, I, I talked to football players who say very openly Joy and candidly again. that it's... Okay, a homophobic. 
Compared to, um, they kind of go together, don't they? They kind of do. They kind of do. But most people don't hit all three, right? Um, usually not. Um, and it was over a 10-year period, so he got it in good. Um, he talked about D. Maurice Smith, who is the, is the executive director of DeMaurice the NFL Players Association by, and idiot. happens to be a friend of mine. We practice law together at the U.S. Attorney's Office. He Why called not? him Why stupid. Didn't you get any I can better? assure you, D. Smith is not stupid. He's but very he is smart, stupid. actually. He was my boss. He, he's an asshole. Um, also, he talked. He talked about D's lip size yeah. um, as a, also a racial trope. He no, said that Eric really. Reed, the player that a lot of us know, uh, uh, kneeled oh, with yeah. Colin Kaepernick. He, he talked about him. He also used a, homo a homophobic slur to refer to Goodell, yeah. uh, Roger Goodell. He's the NFL commissioner, mm -hmm. and he denounced really the emergence of women as referees. All of that, mm -hmm. and then he got a, a hundred million dollar contract yep. in 2018. Bravo, Raiders. Hundred million dollars. Well, and this wasn't even just slightly off-colored remarks. So in this day and age, you see people that you have to hey, kind of explain. Hey, do you guys watch the NFL? You don't? Well, then fuck you. This was troping at the lowest level. Yeah. Oh, I want to get to her. I want to get to what Joy finally to. says. Uh, but most of oh, us is this it? They want to clean up their act. They should rehire Colin Kaepernick. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, most definitely. I mean, why is he out of a job when all of this is going on? Yeah. They should rehire Colin Kaepernick because of what John Gruden did. What does that have to do with the price of tea in China? You want to rehire a guy who sucks, by the way, to make it all good. That Will that sweep it under the rug for you there, Joy? You dumb fuck. I am, I am so tired. I, I, this is so dumb. The stupidest people in the world are on The View. I, 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 I am setting that in stone. The dumbest motherfuckers in the entire world are on The View. I love, I just love how they say he was making anti-LGBTQ remarks because he called a guy a fag with the got at the end, who, by the way, is straight and makes $40 million a year in Roger Goodell. Yeah, says the woman who did blackface. Yes, Joy Behar is proud to announce that she did blackface. And by the way, what happened to her? What happened to her? I'll, uh, this is exactly what happened to her. Nada. Nada happened. Douglas says, I would have been comfortable with those emails, but I'm not a bigot. This is the, this is the thing that they should be discussing. Okay. If John Gruden really did do bad by sending these, and let's all pretend that he did do bad by sending these. Okay? What about the NFL executive that he sent it to? Who probably typed back either LOL or ha 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 How come we haven't seen any of the 650,000 emails that they went through? 650,000 emails. Let me say, I think Roger Goodell sucks cock. Now, does that mean I can never go to another NFL game? Because it, it seems that Roger Goodell is wheeling his power around a lot. Now, we can sit and actually have a conversation about how John Gruden 
It may be misogynistic because he doesn't like female referees in the NFL. But let me ask you, ass family. This is a legitimate question here. Do you think that females should be referees in the NFL? Cowboys girl says no. Uh, if they pass the same test as a dude, yes. This is Ratburger. Females should be uh, allowed if they can pass the same test as a man. Uh, I don't think that it's needed. It's like they want to force women everywhere. NFL is trash, Jerry Lynn. I have a dear, close, personal friend, and I'm not going to mention who it is. You all know him who has been scouted by the NFL, who played high school football and has been a, a involved in football ever since he, he was a, a junior in high school. He's been refereeing forever. High school games in the state of Texas. He's done the state Texas championship game. He's done plenty of college football games. Do you know how hard it is to even get scouted? Now, I don't recall ever seeing growing up female referees in high school games. Yet we have female referees now in the NFL. How is it that they're getting fast-tracked to the NFL and people who have been scouted who have been doing games for over 20 years not get a job? I just want to know if this is not all out of political correctness. If the lady can do the job, then so be it. I mean, but what happens, what happens then, because we've seen it happen, usually the NFL is full of little old men being referees. Little bitty fragile old men. You see these referees, you're like, God damn, that guy's close to death. And they get run over by a 300-pound lineman. What's going to happen when that happens to a female referee? Will the game stop and be canceled then? Because right now they just bring out another referee and they, they put him, him on the field. What happens then? We ready to see that? Y'all ready for it? I'm tired of it. It's stupid. I don't understand why there are female coaches in the NFL because there haven't been that many females that played football. And I think to be a coach, you should probably have played. I know that's stupid of me that anybody can coach the NFL, right? You just got to play Madden a bunch of times and you're an expert. But we have female coaches in the NFL. I think it's ridiculous. Mm. No, that player was misogynistic, and that's why he ran over. Will we see that? 
Will that be something? What happens if a guy comes out and he speaks out against female referees in the NFL, and then four weeks later there's a play and he happens to run over a female referee? Is that guy going to be suspended for the league, even though he was just doing his job and playing football? I don't really care for female commentators, but hey, commentating is an easy job. You just have to be able to report and do play-by-play. You're never going to see a female color commentator in the NFL because a color commentator means they actually played. But John Gruden talks about bad female referees. He calls John Gruden a bad word. And he questions, just like a lot of people did, the St. Louis Rams drafting an openly gay player. Why? To make history. To show, look, the NFL is open-minded. By the way, there is still only one NFL player who's gay, and he happens to play for the Las Vegas Raiders. Now, this is an interesting turn of events that happens. When the Raiders fired John Gruden, they gave the team off on Tuesday, the day off. They went back to practice on Wednesday, yet the openly gay player on the Raiders needed an extra day to be able to to take all this in. Other players didn't need that. David Carr didn't need that. Isn't that interesting? I stand corrected. If they use the same rules as the dude in the case of your friend who knows the rules, then the female has to do her time too. Yes. I think it's wrong the way that NFL referees are, are, are decided and picked and then they get to, to keep this. I'm not anti-female. I'm not. If you want to have female basketball referees in the WNBA, okay. And maybe if they're really, really good, maybe you can assign them to NBA games because there is a female league. But I'm sorry. There is no female NFL. And to have the women doing the officiating, I think (laughs) if I was a woman, I'd be offended. Because all this is, is a member of parliament was stabbed to death. Let's see, go to link. Let's see. This never not be the black guy with the big ass cock. Uh, conservative MPD dead after UK church knife attack. Uh, David Ames died Friday after an attacker fatally stabbed the 69-year-old lawmaker when he was meeting constituents inside of London. Well, this is a political attack, so uh, it's interesting to see. Not Boris Yell or Boris Johnson. So, and by the way, how how do you vote for a guy who never combs his hair? Great Britain's leader, motherfucker, never brushes his hair. Zach just texted Arnie with your point. I should be the head of recruiting at the University of Texas because all the hours I clocked on NCAA football. Yeah, absolutely. Hell, I should be the fucking head coach. I'm tired of this. I'm tired of the pandering in our society. See, once again, and I go back to, to Martin Luther King Jr. all the time about stuff like this. We shouldn't be judged by the color of our skin, and we shouldn't be judged by what kind of plumbing we have. 
but by the content of our character. That's the way we should be judged. And you should get a job based on your qualifications for said job. I would love to see the resume of one of these female NFL referees and see how much time that they have put in into refereeing, high school level, college level, and now pro level. I saw that, Douglas, and all I could think was, I guess it doesn't matter if people have guns or knives. If people want someone dead, they'll get dead. Yeah, look, little sidebar before we go on this cancel culture society rank, rant, I should say. More people are killed by fucking hammers in this country than are by guns. All you have to do is look up the FBI statistics of murders in this country, and you'll see that guns are not in the top three. Knives, I believe, are number one. Yet we don't outlaw knives in this country. It's not about what's doing right. It's about what feels right. Once again, and you know where I stand on feelings. We hired a guy as president because the other guy hurt our feelings. It makes us feel better to ban a projectile weapon as a gun, even though more people are killed by knives, and I believe Douglas is right, at a two-to-one margin. Why don't we ban knives? I mean, it's simple, isn't it? Wait, wait, more people are killed by knives in this country than guns? Then why are knives available? Why don't we have a ban on knives? Do you know, uh, I, I think as of last year, 46 states in this country, 46 states allow out the front automatic knives, switchblades. Now, the switchblades that open from the side are one thing, but one that opens from the front, if you sharpen that up enough, you could put that against a person's neck, open it up, and cut their jugular. You didn't fire a shot. That's a gun. That's a knife. I have a nine-inch Bowie knife that sits next to my bed. That's my personal security. And let me tell you, if you throw a piece of paper at me and I put it up, it can cut the paper in half. I could do major damage with a Bowie knife. Knives are not illegal in our society. Why? You don't have to have a license to carry a knife. You don't have to have anything. You put a knife in your pocket and you're good to go. So why do we ban guns? Because it makes us feel better. Our country is being run on feelings. Nobody uses their fucking brain anymore. If we did, we're banning guns, we're banning alcohol, we're banning cigarettes, yet people die at a higher rate of heart disease, clogged arteries. Why haven't we gone after cheese? I'm not trying to be funny here. I'm being, I, I, I'm being literal. 
if more people in this country die of heart disease because of clogged arteries, why is it we're so hard on alcohol, tobacco, and firearms? Yes, I know I'm spouting that movie that, uh, what's his name, the guy who played Two-Face in Batman. It's true, though. All you got to do is look up the numbers. It's all because of feelings. Arnie, what the fuck? Cheese, stop giving them fucking ideas. It will never happen. It will never happen. Do you want to know why it won't happen? A, because that's dumb. And B, who do you think makes more money for this country and has more money to pay politicians? The dairy farmers of this country or gun manufacturers? I will say probably by about a, a 50 to 1 margin, it's the dairy farmers. Cheese is not going to go anywhere. Dairy is not going to go anywhere. This, this attack on red meat lately, because of all of its terrible pollutants and how much it's going to go up, I'm sniffing this out as they want more money from actual cattle raisers in this country. That's what they want. And by the way, by the way, if by chance your steaks are going to go up in price, what do you think is going to happen to your cheese? What do you think is going to happen to your milk? If we have to get rid of all these cows, these cows that produce methane, Buy milk. Think about it. Look, we didn't talk about that yesterday. We were talking about steak. And I purposely did that. Not knowing that we were going to talk about this today because I have all these cancel culture stories, but this is far more fascinating to me. So what are they going to get rid of? I mean, are, are, are we right now, are we giving in to the vegans? And I know vegans, and I know vegans don't give a shit if I eat meat or if I eat cheese. But there are enough out there that say we want to ban this stuff. And right now they have the ears because their feelings are hurt. Remember Demi Lovato? You know how nutty that fucking bitch is. She wants to get rid of the word alien because it makes extraterrestrials feel bad. But you remember, she went after a yogurt shop. That was the first thing that she did. She went after that yogurt shop, and she almost got a mom-and-pop place shut down because she didn't like the terms that they were using of fat-free and diet. She thought that they were fat-shaming. Once again, feelings. Hey, Demi Lovato, don't go there. Hey, vegans, if you don't like me, then don't buy it. And you don't. I don't like your crazy shit. And when it comes out that the way that they infuse these plants and what they do to these plants is horrible for your health, health, I hope you know that I'm going to be on that fucking hill and I'm willing to die for it to say, ban all that vegan bullshit. Oh, Arnie, it's plants. Well, how do plants grow? Fertilizer. Where do you get fertilizer from? 
Well, you used to get it from cows, but since we got rid of cows, you're going to have to make it now. It's going to be made in a lab. And how good is that? Um, let's see. Uh, I don't carry knives or guns, but what I do have is a double-pointed metal knitting needle in my bag. They're sharp, and I'm sure they'll work great. They will. Like I said, knives, I think, are the number. Hold on a second here. Let, let, let's look up. Let, let's just do this, shall we? Um, FBI list of dangerous um, weapons. Or, or of, of weapons, wait, I should take the word dangerous, of weapons used in homicides. Uh, let's see. If you use all firearms, any kind of firearm whatsoever, it's 10,000, but then you break it down. By the way, why has there not been, I, I, I apologize because I was wrong about my stat in 2019. 6,000, these are, oh, these are crime. I'm sorry. Oh, these are murder victims. Okay, murder victims. <laughs> Most dangerous weapons aren't Anderson will be number one. Handguns with 6,368. Yet we don't hear about handgun bans in this country, do we? Rifles, 364 murders happened in 2019 with rifles. Shotguns, 200. Other guns, 45. Knives, cutting instruments, 1,476 murders happened with knives. Blunt objects, 397. More blunt object deaths than deaths by rifles, including the dangerous AR-15. Personal weapons. Boy, this one's going to fucking shock you right here. You ready for this? Let's ban hands, fists, and feet because there were 600 murders that happened at the hands of people's hands. Other weapons not associated, not stated, 840. That would be the knitting needles. That would be the, the hammers in society, 840. That's more than rifles. We don't say dick about handguns in this country. What about bows and arrows? Um, well, it's, it's five in Norway right now, Ogre. But I would imagine that is other weapons not stated. I would say that Chinese throwing stars, nunchucks, that would be in the 840. Yet the only one we ever really focus on are rifles. And they're 364. The highest was 389. And that was in 2017. In 2017, knives were at 1,600, but we don't talk about banning that. Once again, 
No, see, Kale, he says, Kale, I want to buy a sledgehammer and call it a high-capacity hammer. No, you call it an assault hammer. Kale says, about 20 years ago, my soccer team was involved in a brawl. My little brother tripped and ended up getting kicked in the face. That person was charged with assault with a deadly weapon, so even shoes can be deadly in the eyes of the law. It's true. King Cobra's thrown in your bed. Uh, well, poison, poison deaths were 16 murders by poison last year. Uh, they don't have anywhere uh, uh, of, of, of poisonous snakes used. But isn't that amazing? Isn't it amazing? that ha- If you were to take out handguns, honestly, if you were to take out handguns from this study, which, by the way, nobody wants banned, knives quadruple the number of rifle deaths in this country. We don't talk about ban- There's not even You don't even have to register your knives. I think one of the greatest lines ever from a movie happened in Quentin Tarantino's last movie. Cliff Booth, the guy who was played by Brad Pitt, was about to have a fight with Bruce Lee, the guy playing Bruce Lee. And Bruce Lee said that, like Muhammad Ali, he has to register his hands as dangerous weapons. Which, by the way, is completely untrue. Because it says in the movie, if you kill anyone with your hands, you will be arrested. It's called manslaughter. And according to the FBI, 600 fucking murders happen a year at the hands of people's actual hands and feet. Which is twice as many as AR-15s, which, by the way, they want to ban. Does the FBI have stats on how many people were killed softly with his song? <laughs> if shoes are deadly weapons and Mexican moms and ants are in deep shit, yes, they are. I find this all to be ridiculous. It's all stupid. It's almost as stupid as, and a lot of people. Oh, kick ass. Uh, a lot of people, I, I, I can't believe how stupid this is. John Stewart, who people used to get their news from. John Stewart, who stands up for the New York firefighters that risk their lives running into buildings at 9-11 to get paid for. He says that there is no such thing as cancel culture in our society. What? Arguing proponents of it are merely upset over what he called democratized criticism. Democratized criticism. Democratized criticism? Are you kidding me? You can critique someone, but when then you get rid of all their work because of things that they've said, that is cancel culture. Recoup, you can't waste these on here. You got to go to the Arn Anderson page. Arn Anderson got into a staring contest and won because his opponent died. How can anyone say there's no such thing as cancel culture? 
He says it's not cancel culture, it's relentlessness. It's relentless culture. And the system of the internet and all those other things are incentivized to find the pressure points of that and exaggerate it. Exaggerate it. I can't even talk today. Jesus. Stop calling everything cancel culture because you're too dim to have a nuanced opinion. People can be offended by something. No, you can't be offended by anything anymore in this country, remember? He says, oh, it's free speech. Oh, this is somebody else, it, uh, some idiot with the last name of Gunn who should be canceled because his last name kills many people. To all of those writing me about these times, people get unfairly attacked. Yes, that sucks. But that doesn't, doesn't mean every time someone is offended by something, it's cancel culture. Call everything that. The woke culture has ruined America. I, I, I just, I, I'm going to throw that out there. The woke society has ruined America. Because, no, you can't have differing opinions and not get canceled over it. Look at what happened to Ellen DeGeneres, someone who was on our Mount Rushmore of gays now. Okay? Ellen DeGeneres, if you don't believe that there is a cancel culture out there, then I want you to talk to Ellen who still is making millions of dollars a year and was going to for the next five or six years because of her talk show. I thought that Ellen was going to be the first female night talk show. You know how, like, because Jimmy Kimmel sucks, Jimmy Fallon sucks, and Craig Colbert is an abortion. Or Stephen Colbert, sorry. Ellen DeGeneres, all she did was sit with George W. Bush. And what happened to her? She was fucking hammered. People went after her. Why? Because she sat at a football game next to an ex-president that a lot of people didn't like. Which made people dig in even further and started looking into her and made all these claims and all these accusations that her workplace was a terrible workplace. While she couldn't defend herself. She was at home quarantining. And lo and behold, we found out this was going to be the last season of Ellen DeGeneres. Now, you want to tell me there's no cancel culture out there? Jon Stewart or James Gunn? How about you two shut the fuck up? How about we cancel them and see what they then think of if there's no cancel culture? I'm truly amazed at the stupidity of smart people in this country. No cancel culture. Okay. All right. You ready? You, you, You ready? Here's cancel culture for you because this was actually canceled. You ready? An elementary school in Seattle, Washington, has canceled its annual Halloween parade this year because the event, quote, marginalizes students of color who do not celebrate the holiday. The Benjamin Franklin Day Elementary School racial equality team. Why why does an elementary school have a racial equality team? 
decided to cancel the pumpkin parade where students dress up in costume after deliberating for five years. Quote, historically, the pumpkin parade marginalizes students of color who do not celebrate the holiday. Specifically, these students have requested to be isolated on campus while the event took place. There are numerous community and neighborhood events with students and families who wish to can celebrate Halloween. So you know how I talk about the slippery slope. This right here is the most perfect example of how the slippery slope actually works. As family, let's go back in time, shall we? Way back. Now, some of you are not as old as I am, and that's fine. And it started after I was a kid. But let's go to Halloween and Valentine's Day. I, I, I have a prediction to make. Uh, this is one of my 2022 20, predictions. Schools all over America will cancel Valentine's Day. You see, when I was in school, they didn't want you to dress up for, for Halloween. And then the group after me, they got to dress up for Halloween. But let's make this about Valentine's Day because it'll tie into Halloween as well. In my day on Valentine's Day, not everybody got Valentine's. Boys didn't give other boys Valentine's. It was just not what we did. It wasn't a homophobic thing. Maybe it was, I don't know, but traditionally boys give girls. And you didn't have to give one to every girl in the class. Well, interesting how that changed. Because then, if you gave any girl a valentine, you had to give every girl a valentine. And vice versa. Now, there was a year I didn't get any valentines. I was a fat kid in school. And you can awe and say, oh, that's so sad, Arnie. That's okay. I didn't care. It, it it's one of those things, but I remember I remember one girl gave me a Valentine out of sympathy. And let me tell you, that hurt even worse than not getting any. I wasn't the only boy who didn't get any. And then this one girl decides that she wants to give me one. That one is worse. So then they made it to where if you give any girl a valentine, you have to give every girl a valentine, and every girl has to give every boy a valentine. And now we've gone down the road to where you have to give everybody a valentine. And what did that lead to perfectly? The slippery slope. That if you invite one kid to your birthday party outside of school, you have to invite every kid in your class to a birthday party outside of school. Otherwise, you couldn't have it. When you say you can't have it unless you do that, that is the definition of cancel. And now, because some kids don't dress up for Halloween, whether it be their parents don't believe in the day because they're super religious, they can't afford it, what have you. 
They have taken this event now and said, we are no longer going to have it because of these people. You see, it's a part of the cancel culture. If not everybody can do it, then nobody can do it. It's horseshit. Did it say, I choose you? No, I was not Ralph Wiggum's. Uh, let's see. Valentine's Day is dumb anyway, yes. Hangtown Jen says, another ignorant thing uh, about to come out of my mouth, but do black people not celebrate Halloween? I don't know why they're making it people of color. I, I know plenty of black people that celebrate Halloween. Maybe they're Asian people that don't. Why? Because that's not in their culture. Maybe they don't have Halloween. You know what else they don't celebrate? They don't celebrate Thanksgiving either. Are we going to get rid of Thanksgiving next? You going to force kids to go to school on Thanksgiving Day? Because you see, that is uniquely American. Kids in Mexico don't celebrate Thanksgiving. Why has that one not been canceled yet? Oh, I know why. Because that would be ridiculous. You see, you see, this is what I hate so much about this whole cancel culture is that they go for the low-hanging fruit. The low-hanging fruit in this case would be Halloween. Well, because some cultures, some people of color, they don't celebrate. Well, can you tell me a group outside of Americans that don't celebrate Thanksgiving? I can think of a bunch. I think if you're a kid that's come over here to work, your parents have come over here to work from Great Britain, I'm betting Thanksgiving isn't one of their days. What about the 4th of July? Now, granted, kids aren't in school then unless it's year-round school. Do we have to get rid of that day too? Because I bet you them British kids sure as fuck want to get rid of the 4th of July. I'm betting a ton of Asian folks don't give a fuck about 4th of July unless their daddy is a firecracker maker. In elementary, uh, she was told she had to do one for the whole class if she did them at all. Yeah. Daughter was in junior high, and they said no more Valentine's Day because everyone got one. And it hurt people's fee-fees. Yeah, that's what they are. Uh, it's descended from tel- uh, Celtic tradition, and I have not encountered lots of brown Celts. Valentine's Day should be canceled because it upsets all of the single broads. They do celebrate Christmas, deck the halls with balls of holly. You know who doesn't celebrate Halloween? ISIS. Wait, pity fucking is an actual thing? I thought it was just a term my, my boyfriend made up. Pity fucking is an actual thing? Wait, Halloween is about to get free shit for nothing. We ethnically don't honestly want that. Only fucking druidic pagans celebrate Halloween. Everyone else just sees candy, treats, costumes, and wearing slutty outfits. This isn't about racial sensitivity. This is about culture control. It's about control, period. And if everybody can't feel good, then nobody's going to get to feel good about this. Here's yet another example of it. You know how I say woke is not woke enough? You ready? The Broadway play Hamilton. 
I know people are going, wait, 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 what did they do? That Hamilton can't do anything wrong. That was written by Lynn Manuel Miranda. He's a genius. He's an icon. Well, the play itself is being accused of discriminating against non-binary actor who requested gender-neutral dressing room. So somebody who was a part of the cast, let's see. The diversity-promoting hit musical Hamilton has been accused of discriminating against a non-binary actor who requested a gender-neutral dressing room during the L.A. run of the show, according to multiple reports. Sonny Reed has alleged the show's L.A. production didn't renew his contract and has marginalized him during rehearsals and beyond as retaliation for his request. Sonny Reed, the actor who identifies as transgender and non-binary, uses they-them pronouns, has filed a complaint with the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission claiming that he made, uh, claiming they made, meaning him, a legally protected request in June last year for a gender-neutral dressing room at the Pageantist Theater in Hollywood. Uh, cast member Rory O'Malley generously offered up to give his dressing room away, but the company still would not drop its retaliatory Amos. It, look, so you want a dressing room that's specific for you, even though you're not probably one of the stars of the play? This play that made you a lot of money, that got you on Broadway... Because they didn't give you your own dressing room, and you're going to sit and hide behind your non-binary bullshit? This is what I'm talking about. There is nothing more woke than the whole thing of Hamilton. Yet, it's not woke enough. And they are starting to cannibalize their own. I love it. I love it. By the way, the show Hamilton backed Joe Biden's bid for the White House. So am I then to believe that Joe Biden hates non-binary people? Because that's the way it should be faced. Since they didn't give this person their, their own dressing room, that means Joe Biden is a part of it and he should be canceled as well. I want, I want to write a call, play called Aaron Burr, American Hero. There's a song called Let's Go, Brandon. By the way, did anybody get to see the kid at the NASCAR race? When they allowed, they allowed these kids to say, uh, gentlemen, start your engines. I don't think they said gentlemen. They said racers because gentlemen would be sexist. And, well, since they're all men, you know, there could be a woman driving, but we have to say racers. Uh, racers, I'll start your engine. And then the kid goes, let's go, Brandon. And the announcer just goes, uh-oh. <laughs> that kid is awesome. That, that kid is going places just like the kid that's on TikTok that says, what does BLM stand for? And he says, bang a local MILFs. God bless you, young men. You are going to take this country back, I hope.
I, I only hope and pray. By the way, uh, Ogre, I'm on to you. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a serial shoplifter, possibly as a part of our family. Police are searching for a man responsible for a string of robberies at Target stores all across the Albuquerque area. Oh, they, they found the culprit, so it's not Ogre. Gabrielle Quintana is accused of stealing more than $21,000 worth of goods from Target, big screen TVs to cleaning products. He strikes stores on the same days in a row, has multiple stores in one day. Court records, he struck the Lomas Target at least 17 times, stealing more than $16,000 in goods. Hey, dummy, this guy's stupid. Move to California and only steal $900 worth of stuff a day. You'll be fine. They won't even give you a ticket. Arnie, is Roger Goodell going to be on the Mount Rushmore list? Because according to Coach Gruden, well, you know, no. No, no, this is, these are openly gay. And until Roger Goodell openly comes out and says, yes, John Gruden, Gruden was correct in what he called me. No, I cannot put him on said list. All right, so uh, this serial killer has been, or serial shoplifter, I'm sorry, has been um, caught. Uh, let's see, what am I going to do here? Not that one, not that one. Let's do this one, and uh, we'll do this, and then... We'll, we'll, actually, no, we'll save that one for the last break. Let's go into Celebrity S Death Match here because I think this story is the perfect story to, to start our final break. But first, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it is time for Celebrity, celebrity, celebrity Death Match. The Mountain The first round, we battled it out and we found out that Ellen DeGeneres. And Sir Elton John are on the Mount Rushmore of gay. Who will join them? Who will become the face of this? We find out here and now. Let's get it on. All right, in our first matchup, as family. Boy, this is a tough one here. One was a doctor. The other was just Freaky Friday originally. Ladies and gentlemen, I have the actor who once played Doogie Hauser and is now a man who's married to another man and has children, Neil Patrick Harris, taking on Claire Sterling, Starling, whatever her name was, in Silence of the Lambs. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Jodie Foster. Neil Patrick Harris versus Jody Foster. Ask family, who you got?
Yes, Jodie Foster is quite gay. Harris moves on quite quickly. Is Jody Ch- Jody's child a foster child? Obviously. Next matchup. Oh boy, this is a battle between a tough, rugged old lesbian and a guy who was made to seem tough, but then you heard he was gay. It's like, oh, okay. You've got the one and only Jane Lynch. The host of Game Night in America, y'all. Jane Lynch taking on Sir Ian McKellen. I believe he's in the Lord of the Rings, right? He's in one of those. I know he was in the X-Men movies. So Jane Lynch versus Sir Ian McKellen. Ask family, who you got? to battle. strong, very, very strong, but Sir Ian McKellen, Gandalf himself, pulled that one out. Next matchup, oh, he has a song that says she likes to bang, she bangs, she bangs, but not him, I'm talking about Ricky Martin, and he is taking on a comedian that was once reprimanded by Bill Cosby himself, and I'm not giving you no quaaludes because you're ugly, Wanda Sykes. Wanda Sykes. Ricky Martin. Wanda Sykes. Ass family. Who ya got? Whoop, wrong one. Wow, man, I tell you what, 
Ricky Martin banged the hell out of Wanda Sykes in that one, and he moves on. Our final matchup is the one that I am most proud of coming up with today. As soon as I thought about it, I said, God damn, I'm a genius. I remember that we had the discussion the other day, and poor Arised is in the middle of business meetings today, and she cannot, so I have to put her vote in there because she texted me her vote in this next matchup between the ambiguously gay duo of Ace and Gary And I thought to myself, they have to take on another duo. Who would it be? And then it clicked. Ace and Gary versus Ernie and Bert. They they said that Ernie and Bert live an alternative lifestyle. So Ace and Gary versus Ernie and Bert. Ass family. Who you got? God, this is back and forth between the group of ambiguously gay Ace and Gary on Saturday Night Live and Sesame Street, and we are tied. I cannot call it rise because I counted her vote. Who you got? Ace and Gary, Bert and Ernie. Bert and Ernie, Ace and Gary. Ask family, I need a winner. Oh, this is going to come down to the wire. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, who will it be? Who will it be? I'm waiting. Anybody, please vote. Vote now. I can't cast a vote. Otherwise, I would. Bert and Ernie! Bert and Ernie! Oh, my God! Bert and Ernie! Bert and Ernie win it! Oh, good God almighty, Bert and Ernie win! And now we have to find out who ends up on the Mount Rushmore of gay... First matchup, ass family. We have Neil Patrick Harris. Freddie Mercury isn't on the list. Here's why. He's he's dead. I can't put him on the list. He's dead. All these other people are alive. I mean, he would be be the epicenter of the, the mountain if he were alive. But he's not. And I'm sorry. Neil Patrick Harris versus Sir Ian McKellen. Neil Patrick Harris, Sir Ian McKellen, ass family. Who you got?
have ourselves a winner. It is easy. Neil Patrick Harris moves on. I mean, honestly, like, let, let's go back real quick. Let's just go back to the Freddie Mercury thing. If Freddie Mercury, there's only one person he could take on ever. And then, I mean, that would have to be George Michael. So, it, it, Neil Patrick Harris moves on, beats Sir Ian McKellen. I'm sorry. Our final matchup. Will it be the singer, Ricky Martin? Do we have a Mount Rushmore of cripples? <laughs> okay. Hold on. Let me write that one down. <laughs> now, what are we going to use? Uh, <laughs> I thought we did that one. I thought we have that one. I'll have to. I think we have a handicapped one because I know Timmy's up there. Yeah, Timmy. All right. So last matchup before I check on the cripple one. <laughs> I think we do have a handicapped one. Uh, yeah, we did do that one. Okay. Here we go. We got to vote on this. Is it Ricky Martin? Ask family. Or is it? Bert and Ernie. Ricky Martin versus Bert and Ernie. Ass family, who you got? I mean, this, look, we got to stop this fight. This is bashing otherwise. My God. Ricky Martin did not stand a chance. Bert and Ernie move on. And now the Mount Rushmore of gay is complete. After the next break, we will find out who will be the face. Will it be Ellen DeGeneres, Elton John, Neil Patrick Harris, or Bert and Ernie? We will find out after these fine cover songs. Well, Mama told me when I was young, sit, sit beside me, my only son. And listen closely to what I say And if you do this, it'll help you Some sunny day, I it will Oh, take your time Don't live too fast Troubles will come And they will pass 
You'll find a warm arm And you'll find love And don't forget that There is a someone up above And be a simple
Overkill's version of Girl, You'll Be a Woman Soon is a cover of Neil Diamond. I didn't realize it was them that did it for the movie Pulp Fiction. It wasn't Neil Diamond. It was Urge Overkill. It's a fantastic version. Before that, we had Simple Man by Shinedown, which I think they did a great song. Great job with that. I could have done the Deftones because I like their version of Simple Man as well. Nothing as good as the great Leonard Skinner. And I mean, I could have done Tuesdays Gone by Metallica. We'll do this again. This might be a new weekly thing that we do cover songs. One day of cover songs a week. I like it. 
And there's so many out there. And then we did American Woman by Lenny Kravitz, where we got a taste of toxic femininity here on the show, which we don't need in this country. People talking about Lenny Kravitz's big wiener. Addict O'Brien started it with, he lives in South America. He and his big cock live in South America. Hot Mama says, I want to see that big cock. He's sexy as hell. Addict Brian says, it's on the internet. She says, I know I want to see it in my hands. And Addict Brian says, that's not where I'd like to see it. Toxic femininity. We don't need that here. <laughs> By the way, Ken Dog, thank you. He says, Arnie predicted the future today, ask family. I do what I can. Michigan schools have canceled Halloween and Valentine's Day due to concerns over inclusion. Well, you know how much I hate doing this, but you know what? I'm going to do it anyway because I like it when I do it like this. Oh, it feels so good. Well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so. What, what was that? One more time. What was that, sir? Well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so. Oh, my gosh. Really? But there's no such thing as cancel culture in America, according to John Stewart. Dick face. Uh, let's see. I miss when merit was more important than forced inclusion. Yeah, me too. I remember the story that Herman Cain told. He and another man got hired for the same job while he was in the military, but the other guy got paid more. He asked why. The commanding officer said because the other guy had a master's degree. He said he went and got a master's degree, too. Instead of saying it was racism, he got a raise. Isn't that funny? R.I.P. Herman Cain. 999. Uh, let's see. What schools are these? Uh, not any near me. I hate inclusion and e e equity. For last year, I rarely heard those words like equity was only referred to in a loan. Maybe in Lansing or Ann Arbor as well. He put the links up. The links are up. If you go down, you scroll down, he's got the, the links up. And I appreciate it. I haven't checked out the links yet. I'll just say I'm right. That, that's what I'll do is I'll say I'm right. And I haven't seen the story about this, uh, this sub that or this, this U.S. boat that's been captured by the Ruskies. I'll look for it, though. Thank you, Addict O'Brien. Um, I, I, before I get to the fun parts of the last break, and there's only a few stories, I, I, I really want to talk about th There's something that's been bothering me, and it's bothering me, and I know how it's going to end. I, I, I'm just going to tell you I'm going to predict the future again, and, of course, that means I will be playing this again. Well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so. Uh the other day, William Shatner went up in, in outer space. Now, now, look, he had weightlessness for a little bit. They went 66 miles above the Earth, so they, they, they broke the record, or they didn't break the record, but they got past the, the point where you're deemed an astronaut, which I just kind of roll my eyes at. Um, I've seen this in a number of places, and now, of course... Prince William has come out and said something against this. And, and what we're going to see is we're going to see people cave. Now that Prince William has said something. 
I've seen a lot of these people saying, how dare billionaires like Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, and Richard Branson use their money to build rocket ships and fly into outer space. Now, let me be honest with you. I think going to outer space should be something that's left to the professionals. You know, the people at NASA. You know, the people that Barack Obama fired. NASA. Actual astronauts. I am sick and fucking tired of fights between millionaires and billionaires. Because that's what this is. Prince William is a millionaire. And he's taking on these billionaires saying they should do more with their money than build rocket ships and fly in outer space. Um, Mike D has beat me to the punch. Douglas also has beat me to the punch. Why are you telling these people what to do with the money they earned? I am, I'll be the first one to say I am not a fan of Jeff Bezos. I think he looks like a penis. I think his rocket ship is a gigantic phallic dick. But this is a man who started a company in one office, in a single office, and he has grown to be one of the two richest men in the world. Amazon was started in one room. And he busted his ass to make this company. It is what we used to refer to as the American dream. And no, baby, I am not talking about Dusty Rhodes. I am not talking about... I have wined and dined with kings and queens. And I've slept in alleys and dined on pork and beans. No, I'm not talking about that American dream. I'm talking about working your way, your ass off and getting what you get. Sir Richard Branson, the same thing with Virgin Airlines and Virgin Mobile and Virgin this and Virgin that. A guy who built his own company. Elon Musk as well. Who in the fuck are you to tell them what to do with their money? I am so sick and tired of this. Hey, Prince William, how about this? How about you beat you you get your fucking bitch ass wife Kate and you get your daddy and you get granny and you go out there and get real fucking jobs rather than relying on the tax paying citizens of Great Britain to afford you your $10,000 suits to afford you your your daddy's Aston Martin collection how about you fucking work for it Like I said, no fan of Jeff Bezos. No fan of this whole space idea. I think it's all dumb. But it's their fucking money. And I am so sick and tired of people coming after them. If they want to waste their money on that, then so be it. Do you know how much these people give to charity? I'm going to tell you. They give as much as they can tax-wise, which is probably in the millions You see, they don't give any more because rich people aren't stupid and don't give all their fucking money away. I know. Well, what about Bill Gates? Bill Gates is living. Bill Gates, the the story today is Bill Gates, Melinda, and and the daughter 
are in New York before this gigantic wedding they're about to have that will cost over a million dollars. Well, they gave their money away. They didn't give shit away. They, they gave their, their company away, and they gave all this shit. They got enough money to live for the rest of their fucking lives. And by the way, they chose to give it away. I'm so sick of this world. I, I, I am so fucking tired of them yelling at these people. Do I think that space travel is a waste of money? You're goddamn right I do. And do you know what? When this show hits big and I'm bigger than Joe Rogan and they pay me $100 million, do you know what I'm not going to spend any money on? Space travel. Not one fucking cent. Not one goddamn red nickel of mine will ever go to buy a ticket to fly on the giant wiener of Jeff Bezos. Oh, I hate this shit. Douglas says, you can go and focus on the UK, not the US, and leave the American criticism to his weak-ass brother. Fuck his brother. You know what? You know what, though? This is the funny part. I have to say, I respect Harry more than I do William. Harry is no longer, and, and does he still get money from his dad? I'm sure. I, I, I mean, it's it's a, a, a very, very teeny amount of respect I have for Because at least he's got a job with Spotify. At least he's earning his own money and not stealing it from the citizens of Great Britain to live in Buckingham Palace. And you want to talk to people about what they should be doing with their money? How about you just eat a big bowl of dicks that they prepare right there in the kitchen for you? Oh, I, I, I am so frustrated at this. Ugh. Almost as frustrated as this story. McDonald's. In, what, two and a half weeks, we bring back the ultimate sandwich. The McRib comes back on November 1st, and I cannot wait. But they have a new idea, and they'll be testing the McPlant Burger. Uh, uh, just, just, come on. The McPlant Burger. <laughs> will be arriving in certain cities like Irving, Texas, and Carrollton, Texas. Cedar Falls, Iowa, Jennings and Lake Charles, Louisiana, El Segundo and Manhattan Beach, California. It will be served while supplies last. The McPlant Burger is a menu item at McDonald's developed by with Beyond Meat, a leading plant-based meat manufacturer. Patties from this burger innovation are made from peas, rice, potatoes, and other ingredients that are unique to McDonald's. Uh, It will be served on a sesame seed bun, tomatoes, pickles, lettuce, onions, mayonnaise, ketchup. How can you put mayonnaise on it? That's made with eggs, fuck faces. And American cheese. You can't put cheese on it. That's fucking dairy, so this isn't for vegans. Um... Why do I sound so disgruntled over this? Instead of just figuring out how to make the McRib available all year, why are you doing this? 
fucking vegetarians and vegans are not, once again, let me say it, not going to McDonald's to get food. This is like having the McSalad shakers. Just McDonald's, as The Rock would say, know your role and shut your mouth. Your role is to produce cheap, fast food. And, and, and by the way, I'm a proponent of going old school and bringing back the heat lamps. You make a bunch of quarter pounders at a time. You make a bunch of Big Macs at a time. You keep them heated under the heat lamp. Okay, you don't want to use styrofoam anymore. Fine, don't use styrofoam. But I'm tired of going there, and it takes a fucking hour to get your food at fucking fast food. And now we have to wait behind somebody who's getting... And by the way, don't get me started on the fucking bullshit coffee at McDonald's. If people want coffee, you got to go inside. You can't get coffee in the drive-thru. Assholes. Meat is animal-based. I wish these fucking idiots would just call it meat. It's beyond meat. Beyond meat. Or at least spell it like they spell chicken wrong in some things. Spell it beyond M-E-E-T. Or M-E-I-T. If I order a McRib and they give me a McPlant burger, I would take it as an attempt on my life and take appropriate action. If I ordered a McRib and they gave me a McPlant burger, I'm just going to tell you right now, I'm right there with you, Scott. I'm going to be assaulting people. I'm just letting you know. that If you hand, if I go into McDonald's and I say I want a McRib and they hand me a McPlant burger, I, I, I cannot be held responsible for my actions. I cannot. I can get a, a, a doctor to testify that I cannot re- respond well to that. Nothing but anger would be coming out. And you know what they say about me getting mad. Don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. (laughs) I heard McDonald's will offer one free solar panel for each McPlant purchased. Apparently that concoction (laughs) to make the McPlant meat costs more than the Chinese solar panels. I banned McDonald's ever since I found out that Bill Gates supplies their potatoes. Just wait until he makes them use Beyond Meat on their burgers. Well, this is it. This is it. This is their first one, Beyond Meat, the Mac Plant Burger. I, I, I swear to God, I hate this shit. I hate when McDonald's does all this shit. It's so dumb. Healthy people don't eat at McDonald's. I'm just here to tell you. Okay, they don't. Vegans don't eat at McDonald's. Now, there are vegan restaurants that serve this exact same kind of burger. Go eat there. I don't go eat in those restaurants. You want to know why? Because I'm not a vegan. More vegan food for you. Enjoy it. Stop fucking taking valuable counter space from the McRib. God damn it. There is a fucking story out today, and it's a hysterical picture of tough guy Conor McGregor 
you know, the baddest man on the planet, Conor McGregor. Tough man of the UFC, he'll beat you up as he's walking the streets of, I don't know what town this is, of Rome, I'm sorry. He is flanked by not one, not two, not three, but four bodyguards. (laughs) Including one who is holding his spritzer for him. The four protection officers were dressed in matching smart Navy suits as they walked on either side of Connor and his ugly wife. They were taking a stroll around the Italian city before heading to Dolce & Gabbana for a shopping spree. Let me just tell you right now, this is what I would have done. Because Connor McGregor weighs, what, 155 pounds? If I was on the streets of Rome and I see this motherfucking rolling down the street and he's got four big-ass security guards, this is what I'm just doing. (laughs) Boy, oh, boy, I smell some Irish pussy. You can't claim to be a fucking bad mamma jamma and have four fucking security guards in Rome. Come on. Just dunt dubbies for flying arrows. Just stop it, Connor. Connor, you are a vag. You are a pussy. He doesn't walk around with bodyguards. Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson has friends around him. And those friends are badass motherfuckers. Connor McGregor and bodyguards. Jesus Christ. Well, if you lose a fight to him, what kind of pussy are you? He walks around in his super tight jeans, thinking that he's Mr. Badass. Well, I'd like to, I'd like to, yeah, I want him to go to the WWE. He's talked shit about the WWE. This is what I want. I want Ric Flair to put him in the figure four. Woo! Have him go up against Braun Strowman. Or even better, Brock Lesnar. See how much of a badass he is then. That's so crap. All right, final story of the day. We, we, we have to do something special here. Oh, Nelly, an Alabama high school secretary. 43, looking like she's 60, is charged with having sex with 16-year-old male student and is actually laughing in her mugshot. Here you go, ass family. Here's the mug shot for you. Oh, uh, Alicia, not in the wrestling world. Brock Lesnar, and, and he could fight against Connor Little Wiener McGregor in the WWE world. I mean, Connor McGregor called out people. He called out everybody in the WWE. He said, I'll kick all their asses. I believe Brock Lesnar's in there. Brock Lesnar laughed it off and says he shits bigger than Conor McGregor. Uh, Martha Sasser Pope, the 43-year-old, the secretary at Elba High School, allegedly engaged in intercourse with oral sex with the student on September 10th. 
Ooh, it seems like that student was taking the old tuna boat to Pound Town. The complaint did not say how or when law enforcement officials found out about it. Oh, I'm sure she put it on her Facebook page. Today, I sucked a student's dick. LOL. (laughs) Oh, that's fantastic. Elba School Superintendent Chris Mosley said that she has been put on paid administrative leave pending the outcome. Well, the outcome will be she is going to go to jail and she is going to get fired because she sucked the 16-year-old's dick. Come on. Why is this a thing now? Can anybody tell me? I mean, honestly, we've been doing the show for, what, almost four years now? And this is... No, she didn't really say that she was taking the tuna boat to Pound Town. That's just what the guys say. Uh, why is this happening? I, I, I just want to know what, what is, what's changed in the water to where all these female teachers, this is something you never heard of before. And look, I'm not going to go down that terrible road that these female teachers hardly get any jail time compared to the male teachers who go to Tuna Town or, you know, they go to Pound 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 Town on the tuna boat with a female student. Those guys get for forever in jail and the female student. Look, I just want to know what happened. Were female teachers tired of the men having all the fun? And they said, look, we want some young cock. I, I just don't get it. I just don't get it anymore. But, hey, keep it up, ladies, because I need stories each and every day here on the Arnie State Show. Now, with all that being said, we have to figure out who the face of this Mount Rushmore of gay will be. And that means it is the time for the finals of the Mount Rushmore Rushmore of gay. gay. Here here, here, at ArnieRadio.com. We have narrowed it down to four contestants. Those four contestants are Ellen DeGeneres, Elton John, Neil Patrick Harris, and Bert and Ernie. And we will find out who the face of the Mount Rushmore of gay is right now. Let's get it on. In our first matchup, ass family. The Battle of the E's. Will it be Ellen or will it be Elton John? Elton John, the rocket man, taking on the captain of the tuna boat going to Pound Town, Ellen DeGeneres. Ask family, who ya got?
we have a winner. A resounding winner, ladies and gentlemen, Elton John. Elton John is moving to the finals. Where he will face off against the winner of this matchup, ladies and gentlemen, I give you. The man who played Barney on How I Met Your Mother. The man who played Doogie on Doogie Hauser MD. I give you Neil Patrick Harris taking on the duo that has been around since I was a kid. And we recently found out that they had come out, and they're proud. That duo is Bert and Ernie. Neil Patrick Harris, who still has more names than those two, taking on Bert and Ernie. Ask family. Who ya got? Hail, you got to help me out there, buddy. Mount Rushmore of gay. Will it be Elton John or will it be Bert and Ernie? Ask family who ya got. Ring, 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 banana phone. Ring, 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 banana phone. I've got this It grows in bunches. I've got my hundreds. Mean streets of it's sesame. The best. Beats the rest. Singular, modular, interactive, modular. Ring, 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 ring. Banana phone. Ping pong, ping pong, ping pong, ping. Banana phone. It's no baloney. It ain't a phony. My cellular. Bonadular phone. Ladies and gentlemen, oh my God, we have a tie. We have a tie. Kale has the last vote. Any vote that comes in, the next vote that comes in after Kale, who says butthurt and Ernie, anyone that comes in next will be the face of the Mount Rushmore. Oh my God, we've got it down to the final. I need to know who it will be. I'm going silent. Find out who it will be. Elton John! Elton John! Elton John! Elton John wins! Oh my God! Elton John is now the face 
of the Mount Rushmore of gay. What an event it was today, ass family. Oh, my God. Wow, thank you. Thank you for making today's show Friday awesome. And every day's show awesome. We will be back on Monday, same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Until then, please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you're in there. Do you go out partying this weekend? Please get a cab, get an Uber, get a Lyft, get home safe, no DUIs. And to round out the day of cover songs, I have my favorite George Strait cover song, and he's only done a couple. And I think he should do a lot more because he's that damn good. Uh, doing a Hank Sr. song. So until Monday, adios, everybody.
Goodbye. Goodbye. He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.